Hello and good evening. My name is Kyle Eric, and this is A for Abled. So most recently, my friends and I um, did a, a YouTube live stream discussing the coronavirus and also different things in the news about uh, the current, you know, the current state of the world. Because all three of us during the holidays ended up getting the virus. Now, since then, we have recovered, um, but we noticed that our symptoms are all different. Now, we didn't know exactly which variants we had. I don't think it matters at this point. Um, I'm just glad that we were all able to recover and share our stories. Because one thing I've no, because um, one thing that is has been fascinating to me since the beginning of this pandemic is how different the symptoms are and how they vary from person to person. So. We decided to talk about that and you know and share our point of view. And I hope that um, all of you listening will get something positive out of this discussion. Now, this is the audio version, of course. But if you would like to check out the video version that was on the Boot and NJ YouTube channel, I will have a link in the description, and you can feel free to follow the link to the channel and like, and maybe leave a comment. So, with all that. And I thank you for tuning in to the A for Abled podcast. We are 13 seconds live. All right. So, hey guys, I'm Boot. We are in New Jersey. And today with me is one of my great friends, Kyle, from Connecticut, who is a host for On the Brain and A for Abled. Kyle, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you at? Yeah, you can find me on the following platforms. Instagram at KyleEric3233. You can also catch uh, On the Brain at On the Brain Entertainment on the same platform. You can catch me on TikTok at KyleEric3233. Um, I just talk about men, you know, mental health and just random stories and you know and stuff there. So check that out. And for on the brain and April able, you can catch it anywhere you get your podcast fix. So yeah, I just wanted to cut. I just wanted to cut that short because otherwise we'd be here all day. But <laughs> we're everywhere. And hmm. of course, everybody, as always, with me is my lovely wife, owner and operator of our sponsor of the episode, Alias of Paper and Ink. Uh, when you need quick editing at a great rate, get the best in print and or digital media recording, editing, and formatting, and more. Get your project ready for the world. Experience in an assortment of amazing ways and start where all the great stories start with the one and only Paper and Ink. Uh, you can find us on the web at paperandinkediting.square.site. So, Ali, why don't you say hi to everybody and let everybody know what places they can find you at on the interwebs. So for Paper and Ink, you can find me on Instagram at Paper and Ink Editing, all one word, Facebook, uh, Paper and Ink Editing. And um, for personal, you can only find me on TikTok, and that's Ali underscore Sands. Beautiful. So I think first and foremost today, um, we are going to explore some of the news and topics of uh, what is going on in the world right now. If you see, I have this great little background because we are going to talk a little bit about the thing that shall not be named, and that is COVID. I don't know why everybody's so afraid to talk about COVID these days. 
But when you uh, end up with COVID, you end up part of an elite club that is so secret, you will never know until you are a part of it uh, that everybody has COVID. So today, what I want to do is I want to have Kyle start us off. Um, we're going to do, I believe, debate style, where we're going to do some timed things and some other things. But I want to have Kyle start off with some of the news stories that we have been talking about recently, because there's been a lot of uh, different things that you've been sending me in relation. And we've done this episode about three times now, unfortunately. We yeah, have, uh, and since then, since then, of so course, fast. the news cycle... The, the news cycle it keeps extending and changing each time and every time i pulled something new up because i'm always getting notifications uh about it every time i every time i send something to you something changes like the next day right of course right or something is added to that the next day right so two things i wanted to focus on that have not really uh, change that are you know that are still pretty fresh right are the fact that they are currently working on and and uh a specific vaccine for omicron because the little bugger keeps bypassing the the uh first i'm gonna at this point i'm gonna say the first generation vaccines because there's you know because they've done vaccine booster vaccine booster now we have now we have Omicron and um, just of just at the beginning of the month, they were talking about um, a new variant that they discovered in France that may be on its way here. I don't know if it has a designated name yet, but given the fact that they've been using the um, the Greek alphabet for this, it's only a matter of time till we you know until we hear it. Um, but um, I wanted to get your I wanted to get your their, your thoughts on that. But before. Um, but before we get into it, and as I set my timer, um, right? Yeah, because uh, every time we do, every time we did this, we all got so passionate about it. No art, no arguing, or whatever. But we all talked over each other. So, well, I see somebody um, is uh, somebody is live on with us. I wanted to say, uh, hey, what's up? Him. And uh, thanks for joining. If you, yeah, uh, thanks for joining. If everything it might be good, me, just shoot us a uh, a little message and just let us know everything's good. It might mm -hmm. be me. How I'm in it on it? my phone. How's, how uh, do we sound and look? Is everything, you know? Um, well, I muted us. Like, I made it, like, no sound just because I was, uh, like, you know, I just wanted to see if there was. And I shared the link on Facebook oh, okay. so that Excellent. people can watch if they want. But I'll get out of it, so. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Um, so, yeah, anybody watching on the replay, though, thank you guys for watching. And. Go ahead and, uh, you know, be part of the conversation. Be proactive. Jump on in here and leave us some comments, um, whether you're with us live and you want to get involved in the conversation now, or if you'd like to get involved in the conversation on the replay, please leave a comment down below and just get involved. You know, it's very important to be involved in these kinds of things. Yeah, um, and I think uh, before we start, I think we just all want to say that these are our opinions and our experiences. This is not us telling anybody what to do if they're presented with having COVID or what their plans are. These are just our opinions, and we're just sharing them of what we experienced. And, you know, so but if you feel opposite of us, please comment respectfully and join in the conversation like Keith said because we are all willing to hear everybody's story no matter what it is you know 
as long as it's done respectfully. Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, so, Kyle, um, do you have um, more of the news stories you wanted to talk about in depth? Um, the the third the third one I I found that was interesting. Now you know about the the um, antibody treatments they're trying to they're trying to implement, right? Is this the uh, the monococcal antibodies? I believe yeah, I, I believe so. So um, I'm actually uh, I'm going to be donating blood for that soon because uh, okay. I found out once you have COVID. You could donate blood and um, you know give your antibodies at that point to somebody else who may end up in the hospital to get treated early. Oh, you know what? That that's that's beautiful. But I but I read something to the effect of I forgot what area it was. I want to say Florida, where they canceled it. I could be I could be uh, wrong. I gotta I gotta double check because it has been a it has been a few days since I saw it. Um, okay. But what do you but what do you uh, but what do you think of that? I would do it. I can't do it because I'm underweight. Right. So, right, of course. Yeah. Um, I know. So, yeah, there are some um, conditions, some stipulations, depending um, if I, I know there used to be one regarding tattoos and stuff. There but, used to uh, be one regarding tattoos. I don't think that's um, the case anymore. And I, I believe for a while there was also one depending on your sexuality. And I felt that one was very uh, like it, it, it's just just. Like honestly, speaking as a straight person, I felt that to be very discriminatory. Right. Um, you know, yeah, there was there was one. If you were gay, you were uh, automatically not able to give or donate blood. Wow. I don't know if that's still a thing because I had looked on the American Red Cross, yeah, uh, looking to see like what the requirements were to donate blood. And the only thing I saw really is that you have to be a certain weight, minimum, mm -hmm. you know, minimum, and mm -hmm. you also have to be healthy. Right. And those are really all the requirements I saw on their website. Um, so I don't know if it's different when you go there and they do like a more thorough, uh, like, I guess, form that you have to fill out when you're well, there. If they have but... changed, if they have changed the, the stipulations, I have, I have to say, you know, thank you for moving forward because those other rules were that, you know, that, like exactly. those other worlds were so yeah yeah it's a it's a real shame sometimes that the the backward steps that we take as a society and then move forward you know a, a very small increments you know as we take these huge steps backwards yeah um, yeah and one of the ways i feel you know one of those uh being right now is a lot of what i'm seeing is you know these mandates for um you know, for vaccines being a thing. Mm -hmm. um, I think that the main problem there is that, of course, you know, we've talked multiple times about how important choice is in everybody's mm -hmm. lives, you know, and I'm not necessarily Republican or Democrat or anything like that. I'm more uh, on the side of libertarian, where I believe in the freedom to make your own choices and mm -hmm. that, you know, to try to fight government overreach at the same time. And I feel mm -hmm. like that's what that is. You know, I feel like that's government overreach. Um, and, uh, you know, as I was saying, you know, as a, as a vapor, I have seen the government mismanage a lot of situations with vaping and then lie and try to fear monger people into thinking that it's a terrible thing when it's really not. It's in all honesty, in every study, 95% uh, safer than smoking. But yet the government is telling people that it's terrible for you and will kill you and will give you heavy metal toxicity and such, you know, whatever things. So as, you know, coming from that background into 
the pandemic, watching the way that they managed it, um, I just kind of laughed at it, you know, honestly. I was a little bit like, okay, well, I just watched them mismanage this thing and claim that it was an epidemic when it mm -hmm. wasn't, you know, and now we have a, an actual pandemic that we need to be fully aware of, you know, what's happening in the entire world, you know, not yeah. just what's happening in America, but what's happening in the entire world. And the failure to do that is, I think, what I have the biggest problem with. Um, so I think at this time, I'm going to pass over to you, Allie. Uh, what are your thoughts on the, uh, on the, you know, mandates and things like that, that they, you know, have been trying to do on and off? and the vaccine in general uh, um i don't i'm not like completely how do i put this to me the mandates um some of them i think are necessary and some of them i think are not fair in the sense with people should have choices to make especially when it comes to being vaccinated or not um to me, like, I don't, again, like Keith said, I don't really align up with a political party either at all. I do, you know, have my own views. And um, I think the biggest mandate I have an issue with is the vaccine, because I don't mind wearing a mask in public in a store if it's required to. Uh does it suck? Yeah, it does. I don't like wearing a mask. But if that's what I need to do to protect somebody else, I would. And so the fact that I'm not vaccinated, so people might wonder, well, hey, you would wear a mask to protect people. Why won't you get vaccinated to protect people? And I guess my response to you would just be, I, I'm not confident in the vaccination that we have currently. Um, but just for me, like, I just, you know, I was told by my doctor not to, to get it, but that was a conversation between me and my doctor. Um, I would love to hear another medical perspective about it because I do hear them and it's hard to see what, like, what people are telling the truth. Cause there's so much misinformation out there, like with everything, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And the fact that they put like the vaccinated and unvaccinated at like against each other, which I'm somebody who is so I'm such a pro your ch like choice for yourself, whatever that is for you. If it's right for you to be vaccinated, if you it's right for you not to be vaccinated, whatever it is like that is just the type of person I am. And that's just my views. Like, mm -hmm. so I feel like they're trying to. Like, I would never not see my family because they're not vaccinated. Right. That's just me. Like, I just, for that to be, like, the narrative that's out there, I think that's the biggest issue I have as far as mandates. Like, the mask mandate, I mean, if it helps protect people, sure. I mean, I've seen studies where it says it doesn't work, and then I've seen studies where it does work. And I was watching a doctor the other day say, well... You, they were calling out Dr. Oz because apparently Dr. Oz made uh, he's like not doesn't agree with wearing a mask. And the doctor was like, well, Dr. Oz, you wear a mask. If if you're a surgeon, you wear a mask and that protects your germs from getting into the patient that you're cutting open. OK, you know, obviously we know that stop you right there, Al, because um, we hit well over well over time here um, for that. So 
Kyle, I'm going to go to you about this uh, with the quick rebuttal of the fact that, um, you know, from what from what I'm gathering from you, Al, it's just that the main thing is right now, nobody really knows. Doctors don't even know what to tell their patients half the time. Would you agree that that's, you know, pretty much what you were saying there? Like what the sum of, you know, what you're what you're getting out there with all the doctors and stuff like doctors don't actually know this, right? I just think it's there's so many differing opinions that doctors are having their own opinions and there's not like an actual like standard. rule set. There's no yeah. standard set for anything. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the biggest things. So, Kyle, I'm going to give mm -hmm. you uh, three on that topic there. All right. So, um, Kyle, what do you think about the current situation of vaccines and the politics and doctors and news out there? Personally, personally, I'm with I'm with Ali. Do what you feel is right. Mm -hmm. um, do you know, do what you feel is right. I was one of those people that w I wasn't on the like, no offense to anybody. OK, but so many conspiracy theories were, were, were coming out during the time during the time this vaccine was being rolled out. And they're still being they're still being turned out today. I heard everything from this is a pandemic for, you know, for population control. Five uh, five G is the cause for, you know, for coronavirus. Um, the the um, this was going to magnet. This was going to magnetize you. This magnetize you somehow. They put they put a microchip. They put a microchip in you. I've heard all of them. And there's more, I shouldn't even say all of them. I should just say I've heard a lot. You know what I'm saying? I even had conversations with, with family members about it. Right. And the only thing I can, and the only thing I can say is do what you feel is right. Because then we also have to keep in mind that these doctors and the people that are coming up with these policies, they are only human. Okay, they are they are only human. I saw a report the other day of a family who got too much of the vaccine, and now they're in, and they may be having issues. One of my one of my nephews got vaccinated. He's nine years old right now, and he was having some weird side effects. Oh, wow. You know, but also keeping in mind that the that the little guy has other issues. Plus, he takes like one or I don't know I don't know like if he takes any like prior medications or anything. Point is. Regardless of how you feel, these things should be taken taken into account as to why you know as to what the effects may be in the vaccine. Like everybody's like, oh, I don't know what's in it, and and I was right, and I was right there. But then I had, to, but then I had to realize that I've had surgeries. They've told me to take pills for you know, like pills for for um you know for like painkillers and stuff like that. I took that no question, right? right? I took all I took all of that no question because the doctors and nurses were saying do this to help with the pain. Right. You know what I'm saying? I I've I've done everything when I'm when I'm when I'm sick. I I've I've paid attention to what my parents say and what their parents say helped work for them and it it, it, it it's like the only thing that that I see that's different is we are all going through this at the same time. Right. COVID in, in one way, shape or form has existed. But to this point, this is the only thing this is the only thing that is new. And it's two years. It's two years later. You know, pretty much two years later, we're in 2022. This started in 2019. Mm -hmm. 
you know, we, we forget that. It started in 2019, hence the 19 over COVID. Right. So I just want I just want people to know that whatever you decide to do, vaccine, no vaccine, things are continuing to change. And we can't constantly just and doctors have said this, they're not gonna be able to to have boosters every six months. Right. There's got to be something that's going to change. And there have been studies that have suggested that natural immunity would work coming from the CDC. So with all that in mind, I say do whatever you feel is you you feel is right. Rest in peace to the ones that could, you know, that that haven't made it. And we will just continue to to soldier on. I'm not over here trying to tell you to do it or not to do it. I'm telling I'm telling you what I'm doing for myself. I'm not getting vaccinated vaccinated because I am not comfortable with it. That is that is my only that is my own that is my only gripe. If you feel like you have to do it for you and your family, I ain't gonna chastise you for it because we're only human, mm-hmm. right? And we're trying to and, and we're trying to get through this the best that we can. Eventually, eventually, this is going to be something we look back at and say, you know, regardless of what you what you feel about it. This is the moment we went through and we all went through it together, regardless of where you come from. It's, it's affecting everybody. That's true. Now, I, yeah. I do want to pass over to Ali. Um, so you basically you mentioned the um, you mentioned the 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 vaccine and you know you think of course you believe in choice you know you're pro-choice when it comes to the vaccine you're obviously you know not an anti-vaxxer or an anti you know anti-medicine at all you know um it's not so much holistics or anything like that that pushes you towards that answer but it is common sense unfortunately where we have to have this mentality that you know like of course you know like there are, you know, important steps for mankind that they're taking. But at the same time, I don't trust this right now because of whatever reason. Um, do you have a specific, like, set of reasons? Or do you just, like, want to leave it pretty general, like, as in you don't, you don't, don't trust it right now? I don't even think, yeah, I don't think there's really a specific reason Um, I think it's more so like it's just I'm not comfortable with the data that they have provided for the vaccine. Um, I feel like it's not efficient enough because they keep saying you need more vaccines, more vaccines to cover yourself for COVID. But it's not a cure. And I'm not saying that vaccines are meant to cure disease. I'm not saying that at all. They, they've been very open and honest that this was just meant to keep you out of the hospital and have severe side effects if you get COVID and you have, have those severe side effects. Um, but a lot of people take it as it's a cure and they're not going to get COVID or they're not going to spread it. So, But for me, I just think it's just not something I'm willing to do right now. Cause like Kyle said, just, I'm not comfortable right now. Um, it, there's no like specific reason. Um, um, yeah, no, I, I, I think you're definitely right on that. I think that is a huge thing. I think that is, you know, honestly, I feel the same way in the way that it is not a cure. Um, I know some, a lot of places aren't really pushing it as a cure, but, one of the things that gets me the most is that in New Jersey, they actually tell you, stop the spread, get vaccinated, 
keep six feet away, wear a mask, and the only things that are legitimate on that whole list of things are staying away and wearing a mask. And, like, vaccination isn't going to keep you from getting it. There's no such thing now as this mass, what, what was it they were calling it? The mass... Uh, uh, herd immunity? Herd immunity, yes. So they've basically proven that herd immunity is BS, you know what I mean? Like, you can be vaccinated. Uh, there, Like I said, there was a country... Um, that was 140% vaccinated because they had out of state, uh, out of the country workers come in and the government vaccinated. So with, with 140% vaccination rate, these people are still in the, you know, like high, you know, thousands of, uh, you know, um, cases in, in a place of only close to 40,000 people. You know what I mean? So it does kind of show, you know, that yes, it's not a cure. But it does have its benefits for some to keep them out of the hospital, to keep them from, you know, uh, from it being uh, a mortality, you know, and I think that's really good as far as studies go, because we that's probably the most vaccinated place right now is that small country of almost 40,000 people. Um, but also the other problem is the heart um, damage that can be done. Now, I've seen up to 11% with the vaccine, 5% per booster, which means that in a very short time, if we continue the way we're going with boosters, like you were saying, they're not going to be able to give the world boosters forever. You know what I mean? And at some point, I feel this is going to become a money thing. And I feel like, uh, you know, it's, it's more expensive to treat it as to where they'll get a... a refund not a refund but like they'll get money back eventually if they have to if people have to pay for boosters they'll make their money back i feel like it becomes more about the economy than it does about the betterment of mankind so i'm gonna pass that over to you kyle and see where you stand on that right now currently i'm as we're as we're talking i found it i i once, once, once again, the new the new cycle continue continues to change, and I am trying my best to at least stay on top of different stories. The only thing that the only thing that that gets me about that is there are, you know, you you have to double check, triple check, quadruple check right. your sources. Right. You know right. what I mean. I mean, um, I don't, I don't present anything as fact if I don't have no. like the the information in front of me, but I will present right. it as what I've been, you know, what I've seen, what I've read, what I've heard, and not right. just from one source, but from at least three different sources, just to confirm that, you know, like it's legitimate. Um, before right. I do, you know, before I mention it as fact, like I did with those percentages, mm-hmm. I've seen that in a few different, you know, a, a couple different articles, a video. That was by the yep. same uh, scientists that talked about the uh, the study they're doing, you know, on this small country. Mm-hmm. I um I'm looking at I'm I'm at the uh, the UN news site right mm-hmm. now. Uh, not too long ago, I saw actually, matter of fact, a couple of days ago, I saw some studies being done in South Africa. What they're seeing in South Africa is a a significant drop in the COVID cases right now. Really? Right. They, in, in other places, in, in other places in the world, you know, aside from, you know, aside from people masking up, it's business as usual. Right. right? Not every place in the world is having the same issue that America's having, right, you know? Of course. So, so that right there 
like I try to look for the silver lining and everything, but I'm not trying to be like, right. I'm not trying to be like, you know, you got to be positive and stuff all the time. I'm, right, I'm also, right. I'm also realistic, but I do believe that we will get through this. Now, as far as the, as far as South, the South Africa, South Africa is concerned, uh-huh. according to a report done from, uh, from uh, just about a week ago, the six, the 16th, um, their death rates due to COVID have, have dropped by 8%. Wow. Is oh, wow. there uh, what are they figuring that too? Like the weather or the It could be it could be now see this whole thing should be how they interact or it could be environmental. I yeah. mean look I mean I mean look at it. Mo- most when when the when the, during the summertime mm-hmm. COVID was still in the news, but the tolls and the cases would drop. Right, mm-hmm. right. Right. Of course. That's why some people were thinking that we'll get through this. just like we get through the, you know, get through the flu every year. Right. 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 But then when it started getting colder, then cases went right back up. Right. But also I'm you have it, people congregating inside. Right. And Sorry, also, no, 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 you're completely, no, you're completely right about that, bro. You are, you are, you are completely right about that. Um, when I was in Florida, um, when I was in, when I was in Florida, yes, the cases were there. But they didn't. They weren't as significant as where we, you know, say where you guys are in Jer- in in Jersey and stuff right. like that, right? So people were encouraged, you know, because it's Florida, you're encouraged to be outside more. Right. You're out in the. It's like eighty something. It was like eighty something degrees most of the time where I was, you know, when I was there. And uh, when we get to our actual experience, I'll go into more detail. But I do find it. I do find it interesting how the. Um, you know, how the environment in which you interact is affecting, well, it's affected everything. Right. Of but, course. you know, I mean, like even like, the way we interact has affected um, the rest of the world because of yeah. our lockdowns, you know, um, the rest of the world, like the nature flourished again. Yeah. You know? I love I love that. And we talked about that on my podcast, A for Able. You can find that anywhere you get your podcast. Shameless plug. The, <laughs> the, um, <laughs> The the fact that that the fact that animals like um, you know like do, like dolphins and pandas and, and 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 bears and everything they were thriving again while we were indoors, it was like yo look they and even though a lot of viruses start with animals first you know what I'm saying right because there have been there have been more than a few cases of animals like um, like uh, I believe deer. And one, uh, yeah, like one or a couple of tigers, that. they ended up contracting COVID. Right. Um, I just saw it. I think it was a dog that contracted COVID. Yep. Yep. So. This is not like th- th- this. <laughs> I mean, this, it's it's not going to be over anytime no, soon. It but is not going to be over anytime. It's going to get easier to deal with as you know science progresses on it. You know. Yeah, and that's the and and that's the thing that I'm that's the thing that I'm hopeful for. Right. What right. I what I. Uh, find very disheartening and very rem- reminiscent of you know things we went through throughout history is the fact that there are like like it's it the the, the division that it's caused yes in in the and as far as as far as vaccines versus no vaccines that's been going on since you know since the flu vaccine right you know of course. Like, even, even before the like even before the flu, flu vaccine but that's because once again, some people say that 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 they don't know what they're like. I don't know what's in it. It's going to cause this. It's going to cause autism. It's going to be. But also think. But also think of it this way. And this is probably from the stuff I've been seeing lately. Right. There is so much stuff in our food. Oh yeah. That's banned in other countries. 
because they've been linked to other health issues. And yet FDA over here is like, no, nah, it's okay. As long yeah. as you don't have too much of it, it's right. fine. Right. You know, and like it, I said, I be... mean, I've dealt with my fair share of FDA BS in, yep. in the whole vaping scene. And like I said, anybody yeah. who's a vapor, like the, you learn that the government is all about money and less about it's all about the, the it's all about the bottom line public health it's um, all yeah it's all about the bottom line like when i when i heard that people were arguing over the patent for these vaccines i'm like hold on that's what you're worried that's about right be now big money that's going to be Who? big money at some point oh man that's what it's going to be i'm telling you i guarantee no, you you no you know you're the 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 treatment is going to be the thing that brings back the economy for them. But is the question then becomes is, does the economy dictate the betterment of mankind or does the betterment of mankind dictate where the economy goes? It, it, it's all about, it's all about lining their pockets from, you know, from our perspective. So yeah. much stuff has come out during the time of COVID that it's like, you know, I, this is this is why like when certain songs pop up on, on you know on my feed and they're not like propaganda songs or whatever they're just talking about what's going on. I'm like, okay, I know exactly who I got to share this with. Right. Yeah, I think but even I, too like I like all about the people that were claiming that um, they were faking COVID numbers, they were faking deaths in hospitals to say they were COVID related. Right. They were. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there was all this stuff. Like, why? Like, what is the point? Like, what do you get out of that? Like, I feel like to me, if my family member was in the hospital and they didn't die of COVID and they said it was COVID, like, I would feel awful as that family member that they're using my family member as a statistic yeah. for something that didn't even isn't true in, in their sense. You know what I mean? Like, it would just that would bother me like a lot and really, i uh, oh i'm sorry no 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 it, it's okay i just i think there was just one thing too i really wanted to touch on too because yep. like you said keith like you're i'm not anti-vax but right. i'm also not the same thing with masks like i'm very pro-choice if you feel like you need to wear a mask to protect yourself great if you don't want to wear a mask great that's your choice right. like i'm not you know I'm not like that person that's going to be like, oh, well, I'll wear a mask, but I'm not going to get vaccinated. So at least you can do is wear a mask. Um, no, I'm going to do what I need to do to protect myself and what I need to do to protect my family, what I think I need to do. And you do the same for your family. Right. So I just wanted to clarify because it's not just the vaccine. It's also yeah. the mask. Like if you want to wear them, wear them. If you don't, you don't. I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to make you feel uncomfortable, you know. Mm -hmm. Of course, yep. I think that's really important. You know, the the right to choose is more important than ever when it comes to everything, when it comes to everything in the world. I think it's the right to choose is extremely important. And yeah. of course, you know, like we like I've said in the beginning, you know, government overreach is something I'm really against. And, you know, the mandates as far as being vaccinated is one thing. Masks, I believe the least thing you can do is put on a mask to protect other people around you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You do it not just for yourself, but for the betterment of everyone around you. And if that's such a hard concept to grasp in this day and age, that means people have become too full of themselves. You know what I mean? I think 
in my opinion. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. just what it is. People seem to not give a crap anymore. And I get it. Like, it's been a hard time. It's been a lot, you know, mentally, physically, you know, it's exhausting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, so I'm sure that, we could do a whole thing on mental time, health. Yeah, exactly. On the pandemic. Yeah. But at the same time, I, uh, I very much, you know, while choice is a huge thing, I for personally don't agree with the vaccine because it is a right now it's still in testing. You know what I mean? It's not even a final form, a final thing. We don't have enough data on it right now. Um, you know, and, and it's just something that I'm I would rather not have to wait until I'm 50 something years old or, you know, it's like 10 years from now to wait for a commercial that says, if somebody you love was, you know, died or was killed because of, you know, the vaccine mandates or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. you're like, you're entitled to a large sum of money. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to have to worry about losing family members, me dying myself, you know, anything like that because of these uh, things I've heard. And unfortunately, like we said, doctors just don't know what to say. And so, of course, they err on the side of caution and say, yeah, we believe in the vaccine wholeheartedly. You know, it's it's a this and that and the other thing. Try to test it and true. And mm -hmm. But and I don't want to take the chance that I'm one of those small percentage of people who has or develops, you know, even worse issues, you know, mm -hmm. and especially now they're saying that there are more long-term effects of covid they have they call it long covid where yep. you can actually have symptoms of covid for a long time afterwards yeah, yeah. and it's like I... you know like i went to my doctor and he said you know i want to see you in two months when it's out of your system to see if anything changes you know and i was like okay and that's pretty much where i left it you know well that actually was your cardiologist that yeah, said yeah. that right my my uh regular doctor you know, we've discussed it in the past and he was at first he was very like, yeah, I think you should get the vaccine. And then, you know, uh, later on, I guess he changed his tune because he realized, you know, like this attitude of like, yeah, just do it, you know, to hell with the consequences. It'll save your life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And to hell mm -hmm. with the consequences is the reason yeah. why we have such atrocities in our science. You know what I mean? Where people experimented on people horrifically, you know? Yeah. I think that's um, just something we as a society have moved past and should still be cautious moving forward. You know? It's, um, it's, it's a, um, it's, it's crazy when you look back at history, you know, un like, you know, for the most part, you hope unfiltered, un you know, un unchanged, unredacted, right. you know, unlike, and I'm just say it, unlike when we were growing up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was very bite sized easy to swallow. It was pieces. very bite sizey. They they let you learn what they thought was you know what they thought was right, and now right. here we are again arguing about what should and what shouldn't be taught in schools when it comes to other, you know, when it comes to other things, but yeah. we're not going to get into that right now. My, but my thing, because, because, you know, I, I, I honestly, I, that's I, a show in itself. I feel like yeah, that's a whole other, <laughs> that's a whole other show. Yeah. But speaking of doctors and their takes on the vaccine. Mm -hmm. So recently I had to go to my primary care doctor. Hadn't gone to my, my primary doctor, right. Primary care doctor in a while. Right. right. Thanks to, you know, thanks to, the lockdown and everything, right? 
So he check, you know, he checks me out, checks my, you know, checks my vitals and everything, and just does what he normally has to do right. to make sure that I'm okay. And um, he asked me if I had gotten the vaccine, right? Okay. I said no. Uh huh. He said okay, right? What's up? Left it at that. He didn't. Well, yeah, he didn't. He didn't go like he he. You know, he asked me how I, you know, how I felt about it. And that was the thing. He asked me how I felt. Like I had posted about a, uh, I, I had posted about a questionnaire that they had me sign, that they had me, um, that they had me fill out asking about my mental health right. from one to five. I had never gone through that at a regular doctor's office before. So that was a welcome surprise. But my, right, doc- but my doctor, but my doctor himself asked me what you know what i how i felt about everything that was you know going on how am i you know after looking at the sheet he did take into account how i you know how i was actually you know feeling so when we got on the subject of the vaccine he didn't say i think you should take it i think you should know the one that did do that another trustworthy doctor but you can definitely tell that they have two different um you know two different ideologies um, she's my, she was my physiatrist and for my, and for those who don't know, I have, um, cerebral palsy. So she's the one that, that helps me with my muscles and everything else. Right. Right. She wants, she wants me to get the vaccine. Okay. She wants me to get the vaccine. She got it herself. She, you know, she talked about how, and this was, bef- um, and this was about a year ago. So she's like, eventually everybody's going to get it. Of course. Everybody's going course. to get it. You just want to be, you know, you just want to be, um, you just want to be protected. And this is when we were just talking about Delta. And at this point, I had already had people in my family who had had Delta and either had gone to the hospital or were asymptomatic or had, you know, done something to to help it move along. They recovered, and some of them did not. Like I I have lost, um, I have lost a family member too from it. Um, But um, you can tell that. Not everybody is on, you know, not everybody is on the same page, obviously, because we all have our video. own, Just to you, let know, you know, we, <laughs> we all have our own opinions. I'm just, you know, I'm just um, honestly glad that they, you know, that they asked me about how I was feeling about it and didn't try to, one felt like it was pushing a little bit, but she wasn't getting like angry about it. The other one was like, okay, you know. You know, I mean, that's a huge plus, but I mean, yeah. you know, that, that, you know, the other, the other doctor wasn't really saying anything too much about it, it was asking you if you, you know, had gotten it and kind of left it at that, you know, right. I feel like they kind of tend to avoid, um, you know, that kind of thing. So we yeah. have about 10 minutes on our call before I have to switch over and uh, run a new call. So, but that's no big deal. Um, yep. For anybody out there watching, we are using hangouts so it's fun on a bun <laughs> this is this is actually you know this is actually pretty cool it's um first i like what is our fourth time using this format yeah yeah um actually yeah. i'm using yeah probably about that i mean i use it when i do uh you know any kind of play you know play along videos or whatever just because i like the ability to have the background you know whatever background i choose rather than looking at like my mess of a room going on back here my giant mess mm-hmm. um and uh ali can confirm <laughs> she's like yeah you're a giant mess <laughs> yeah um but yeah i think that's uh you know i think that's kind of par for the course these days now 
you know, as to where doctors don't want to get involved in that heavy conversation. They don't want to be, um, uh, what is that word I'm looking for? Um, not argumentative, but, um, mm. something like that, you know? So it's just a matter of, you know, having respect for a person's personal choices, you know, mm-hmm. um, granted, you know, a, a debate or a conversation is always good to have, you know, where yeah. you can have a two way conversation, but it's hard because some doctors just want to have that one way conversation and just tell you what they think is right. You well, know? you also got to, I also, I also have to keep in mind, not just the ind- individual doctor, but also how they're trained. Right. Of course. You know, and uh, yeah, their training is very out of date. It's very incomplete. It's very still kind of one of those and, things that you learn as you go. Yeah. And, and speaking of learn as you go, we've only, we've only been dealing with th- this pandemic for two years. Right. Right. We've only been dealing with it for two years during the Spanish flu uh, uh, pandemic. I believe that lasted three years. Wow. Right. I believe that I I, I believe that lasted three years. I got to I got to check. You know, check that real quick. Yeah. But um, but yeah, this does not surprise. This does not surprise me. Like some people tell me, um, you know, staying, you know, Let's see, 1918, uh, one and two years, yeah, two, uh, 18 and 19. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, you know, that's part for the course, I guess, so far when you yeah. look at it. Because I mean, we are, we're still learning about, we're still learning about this. We're still, we're, we're still learning about this. In, in, in speaking of, in, in speaking of like the, the mandates and stuff are, are ridiculous. Uh-huh. Imagine how in, in, in neither one of us here are parents. Right. Of course. Um, at, at this, you know, at this point in time, but you, you see how certain states are, are dealing with, we're not dealing with schooling when it comes to this. Right. 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 You know? So it's, it's to, to me, it just shows how ill prepared we were. Right. Um, and even even though you know steps were ta- you know steps were taken during the Obama administration, and you know then then you know, Trump administration shut that down, but they still had the data. My dad's like, well, see, this is how they were able to get the the uh, the vaccine out so quickly because they already had you know a you know they already had precautions just in you know just in case they just needed a sickness. Oh wow! To go through right, they just they just needed a sickness like. If you look at the if you look at the um the speech he made about what about six years ago at this point, Obama was talking about having an infrastructure for um you know for diseases and stuff you know and, and stuff like that. So they already had a they already had a plan. They just didn't know it was going to come to get to this level, right? You know. Of so, and I'm not trying to say because I you know because I'm not trying I'm not trying to say that one did better than the other. What I am what I am trying to say is yes, I can understand how some people were skeptical, including myself, about how quickly the vaccine got rolled out after we had just heard about it after going through after going uh, through lockdown. So parts of this were already being taken into account, but it also showed how other countries had a better handle on it than we did because I will I, I like like. Everybody from like from South Korea to to freaking New Zealand, they had they they knew they they knew what what it seemed like they knew what they were doing right off the bat. Us, we couldn't decide either here or there because we're divided. You know. Yeah, I mean it's you know it's really crazy when you think about it. How you know it, it really does. It's just another thing 
that we've been divided on as a country. Uh, you know, of course, you had white or black, left and right. Now it's vaccinated and unvaccinated. People Conservative who had COVID versus to liberal. Exactly. So many of these different divisions have really come out, and it hasn't even really been because of COVID. It's just because, as like we, you know, talked about how fast the news cycle is. You know that if we did a video, um, by the time it was edited, all that news would be so out of date already. You know. Yeah. And I think within you know maybe a week or two some of this news might be outdated who even knows you know what i mean but at least this way we can get it out to people in a quick way you know where they can get you know some of that information and mm -hmm. even reach out to us and try to uh you know get in touch with us and give this you know give us and uh as well as our viewers um some insight you know into their experiences so at that point what i want to do real quick is i'm going to jump over to a black screen um, where we are going to switch into another room and then um, we're going to go over our COVID uh, stories. Sorry, I just had out of respect for the conversation. I needed oh, yeah. it to be muted. That's okay. Um, That's yeah, okay. I know you have a phone call. Because there was a couple things I was listening to that I would like to touch on that you guys touched on. So okay. whenever right. we get in there. Actually, uh, right. you know, let's, let's go ahead and touch on that now. Um, we've got yeah. a few minutes on here to do that well, so let's i think the biggest thing was like you guys were speaking about doctors and how like you know you, you said keith like doctors you know they don't want to get i guess because like there's differing opinions like you said kyle too like one doctor was get the vaccine one was like okay no like i respect your decision right i i feel like because my my doctor told me he doesn't recommend me getting vaccinated i feel like that i've i wouldn't i didn't think that that would be his response prefer the pure fact that according to everything that's been going on everyone feels that obesity and being overweight is a very big comorbidity with covid and they take that and they say that that is what is would call cause severe infection potentially death mm. and so when you hear that and you see that you're like oh crap like i'm at a higher risk i'm considered a higher risk for covid gosh what do i do and then i ended up getting it and like that's a whole nother conversation for when we get into that but but for my doctor to look at me, okay, he knows my medical history, he knows my my whatever, to tell me not to get it, like, I don't know how, you know, like, how do you, you know, I'm not anti-vax, so it's like, how do you explain, well, I'm already not comfortable with it, right? but my doctor is also recommending me not to get it, but I'm considered in the medical community to be high risk yeah so, so it's like wait. conflicting like it's conflicting like he's the only doctor i've seen so i can't i can't compare it to seeing another doctor telling me another thing you know what i mean like keith has two different doctors that he's seen one was like you know okay you don't have to and one was pushing it saying how high risk he was right. because he has he vapes he's overweight obese like all these risk factors right. um 
so I don't have another experience to compare it to for another doctor that was pushing it for me and saying, hey, yeah, you should get it. I've only I only have my one doctor that I see that's like, you know, no, like I don't I'm not recommending it for you. Like it's not, you know, something that um, I feel you need to do. Right. Uh, so I don't excuse me for a second. Yeah. Um, what was what was your doctor's reasoning for you not getting it? He didn't really, uh, well, he gave me a reason that is probably not medical. Um, he said that it will never, once I start getting vaccinated, I, it's never going to end to get, he said that he doesn't see an end to being vaccinated against COVID. Gotcha. He doesn't see that. So, um, we're going to take a quick recess for a few minutes. Um, and I will shoot you guys links and we'll be right back. So stay okay. tuned, guys. We'll be right back. I think we're doing it, man. <laughs> I think we're doing great so far, though. I'm trying to figure this friggin' stuff out. Okay, well, I gotta go pay my water bill. I'll be right back. All right. Well, no, I'm only eating them now because they're not live. So what else was she saying? Um, not too much.
All right. Okay.
And we are, I believe we are back. Let's uh, check our audio here. Uh, okay. Check, check two, check one. I'm checking the Ooh. audio on. Uh, check a hundred. Beautiful. The playback is a good thing. Let's go ahead and mute, mute. Yes, we are good there. Okay, so, anyways, um, so basically, we come back from talking about, um, you know, some of our, you know, thoughts on the vaccine, some of the um, new reports that have come out about, you know, politics and a little bit, you know, dabbling in politics, not too much, because we don't want to make this, uh, you know, too unbearable to listen to or even hmm. watch. Um, yeah. But right now we're going to talk about our own private experiences. And uh, as three people here who are not vaccinated, who happened to get COVID at about the same time as the surge um, happened, this what was the, what, third surge of the pandemic? I don't even know. I can't even keep up anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine this is the third surge of it. We had the first surge in uh, 2019 at the uh, end of 2019. Then the uh, next one at 2020, and then this one 2021 into 2022. Um, so I guess, you know, we, we followed the third part of the curve there um, with um, no vaccines. So, um, you know, that we can speak on our experiences from not being vaccinated, but we would love to have you guys reach out to us. Uh, Kyle, where can they reach out to you at? You can reach out to me um on uh, my email at kyle eric uh, 3233 at gmail you can also get you know, you know reach out to me on instagram same address and um yeah we would love to uh, have you share your stories of course and ali i've yeah. got you at uh paper and ink um uh, at under tiktok ali underscore sams s-a-m-s yes. um uh -huh. and ali spelled with an i not a y uh, yep. on Instagram, paper and ink editing. So it's with the N, not and, uh, mm -hmm. all one word. And on Facebook, you are under paper and uh, ink editing, correct? Yep. Okay. Yep. So um, I'm going to go ahead and leave those links down in the crotch. So if anybody wants to check out Kyle's uh, two shows, because Kyle has two shows that are listed here on the brain and A for Abled. Yep. Um, Kyle, you want to go ahead and let people know where, uh, or I should say what those shows are a little bit about. Okay. So on the brain is actually on the brain has a flagship show, but it also has a plethora of other shows talking about the uh, different things in the geek and nerd spectrum, everything from your comics to your anime, to your movies, a little bit of science thrown in there. We do, you know, we talk about everything and just have fun. A for able on the other hand is a bit more serious. We talk about, uh, mental health. We have people come and share their stories of, um, you know, of uh, thri you know, thriving and, and living despite their, you know, despite their challenges, whatever it may be. Now, myself, I live with cerebral palsy, so I've talked a little bit about that. But we've also had people talk about everything from their, you know, from their from their diabetes to um, what it's uh, so what it's like raising the raising a kid on the spectrum to um 
what it's like being a worker during the pandemic. To what it's like being a worker during being, being a central worker during the pandemic. We've covered a lot of yeah. a lot of ground, but we're nowhere near done. So check so check us out at A for Able. Or if you want to nerd out with us, check us out on, on the brain. ENT. Highly recommended. Yeah, highly recommend both podcasts. Yeah. They're awesome. I gotta say, I think my favorite on the brain has to be the uh if Apple made a sex robot like oh, thing. That was I'm telling you that I was dying. Just listen to that for for the whole episode. Couldn't help but die laughing. It was so funny. I don't think that one's on my Spotify page. I gotta re upload oh, that for man, now. That was such a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I highly recommend you guys check it out. You can even check it out over on YouTube, right? Because you still have the old episodes used to, on YouTube. Used to. Like that was that was on that was on the brain one Oh, yeah, I was yeah. a part of I was a part of the OG on the yes, brain yes, when it was you on part YouTube. Of the OGs. That's where that's where we started. Now we're a bit mm -hmm. more polished. Um, I, 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 I would, uh, mature, meh, but yeah, you know yeah. we we've grown a little, right? A little bit. It's it's all good. Right. You know, it's all about having fun, really. It's all about exactly, spreading information exactly. and having a good time doing the, you know, hanging out with your friends and doing that. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the best things is that, you know, during the pandemic, I think everybody started a podcast because everybody hangs out with their friends. They all have inside jokes and it's just, and those inside jokes are so easily gettable and relatable mm -hmm. that I think that's what social media has become, you know? And I think yeah. that's a great thing because that's how we connect in these days. You know what I mean? In the, in these dark days of the pandemic and whatnot, you know, mm -hmm. I think it's great that we have a way to connect. I think that's great. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it was about time that uh, life caught up to the technology that we had, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Uh, so with that said, and, you know, for everybody rejoining us in the second half or just joining us in the second half here, um, we are talking today about our COVID experiences and some of the other news that surrounds such, uh, you know, a, a terrible situation we are all facing as mankind as a species mm -hmm. um not just as a world but as a species we are you know going through this all together unfortunately um you know there are so many different ways we can be driven apart we talked a little bit about that talked a little bit about your right to choose and what that means in this post-apocalyptic society we live in i should say the slowest apocalypse in the universe because everybody's ready for a zombie apocalypse where we have to like you know hunker down and like fight zombies and like survive and this is what we're in go to the grocery store wear a mask try to survive the grocery store you know it's so weird <laughs> you know or go to the bank and wear a mask yeah store. yeah exactly it, it, and it's so strange like yeah exactly like two years ago you couldn't wear walk into a bank wearing a mask nowadays it's common practice you oh, know yo. oh man no speaking of speaking of that just for some laughs so i uh -huh. so uh, about a, so last month went to the, went to the credit union, and um one of the uh, one of the uh, bank tellers was wearing a cow was wearing a cowboy hat with the mask. Oh wow! So, so I'm like, man, does she know? She she had to know how ironic that was. Was it that, like wait, that was it like a how, Halloween thing or? I think I don't know. I forget. I, I think it might have. I think it might have been. Yeah. No. If it was a, it, then it must have been like two. It been must have been two months ago. We're at the end of January now. But yeah, you know, like more more than more than a few months ago. And wow. and she's and and the tellers wearing a mask with with a graphic on. I forgot what the graphic was, but it matched her 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 cowgirl outfit. 
Oh, nice. So, uh, so I'm oh, like, there you go. Hey, at least know? she was matching. At least she had it together. You know what I mean? Like, listen, listen. I can't mask- even match my socks in the morning, let alone match an outfit. In, no, in Japan, masks were already a fashion, you know, a, a fashion statement in some in some places. Yeah. Now people have, you know, and and now even people, here, some people have here, uh, embraced. Started, I watched a guy build this really cool mask with fans in it and like filters and oh, lights. Word. And I was Yo. like, that is awesome. I was like, all you got to do is put Bluetooth in there so you can talk on the phone on it. Perfect. Just I saw done. this one. Fa- I saw this one face mask. This one face shield that had. Um, that, that, that had headphones right? already equipped. Right? Of course, of course oh. that would be a thing. I mean, <laughs> you have to understand people like it's, it's, it's solving a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Through invention, you know, the invention is the, the, what is it? The whatever of necessity. Mm-hmm. You know? And so of course, you know, like if you are in that specific niche where you can't wear a mask and add, you know, earphones at the same time, or whatever, you could just combine the two so you know where they are at all times. You know, and that, I think that's yeah. a, a new thing I saw with this Tommy, I don't know if it was Tommy Copper or something like that, but they have this mask that has a lanyard built in. And then you could just, like, grab the loops and, like, pull them up, put them around your ears, and the whole mask is, like, attached to you. Well, there you go. Exactly. I, I was like, now that is having, so convenient. Where's your now mask? Now we're having it's some fun with this. Yeah. Now we're having some fun with this instead of people coming up with, like, Remember, remember early on, people were coming in with like gas masks and yeah, hazmat suits. Yeah, like hazmat suits. suits. Yeah, it was like, Yo, what the f- man. are we in the blob right now? What's going on? I you mean, know? <laughs> this does feel like this does feel like a horror film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 it in in a lot of cases it does feel like a horror film. And I'm, but what but what have they done? Speaking of creativity, what have people what have people done? They've used that to their advantage. They've written books about it. They've okay. made movies about it. Um, if you haven't, or 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 just made movies referencing it, and if you haven't seen Up in the Air, I highly recommend. Like, don't look up. I mean, don't. Look oh up. yes, don't up look up. Air, up in yes. the air is about the economy. Oh my uh, don't, god, don't look up. If you haven't it's seen like Don't Look Up on Netflix, do you know? Hold on, hold on. I have I have something I've been saving to talk about with that. And mm-hmm. uh, well, why I, don't I you we... save it for when we do a show about it? We have, we have yeah, to. We've, we've been really wanting to. to for, we've been wanting to for a while. But that was written two years before the pandemic, so oh it has God. nothing to do with the pandemic at all. It just has to but do with the current state of fit. global warming and how yeah. people are more obsessed with all this outside influence rather than the one thing that's really about mankind. But all of that, but all of that goes together way too well. Because yeah, global warming we've been talking about for decades at this point. You at one point it used to be called global cooling. Back in the seventies, they used to call it global cooling. Now now it now now it's global warming. I'd prefer just climate change. Did they you know? think we were gonna have another ice age? Possibly. I mean, when you look at what's just happened, we had the volcano in the ocean, right? Yeah. Um, so we just had that which puts, you know, of course, more uh, tar and whatnot into the air. And of course, all the ash and whatnot blocking out the sun. That's yep. what started an ice age in the first place. You know, when you think about it. So it's kind of like, okay, are we, uh, you know, is this kind of the Mother Nature's way of correcting things? Even, yeah. You know, it, like the earth, the earth will eventually start to heal itself. But we, 
we're not helping. We're not doing any favors. No, we are not. You know, we are not doing any favors. And, 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 you know, regardless of what side you're on, the fact is we're all living on this earth together, okay? If we can't breathe, then, what? you know, then, then uh, goodbye. I mean, I know they found, I don't know how many other planets out there in our solar system alone, yeah. but we don't know which ones we can live on yet. And I'm not going to Mars, <laughs> you know? I'm not going to, I love you, Elon Musk. Elon Musk is a G, but I, but I want to go to Mars. Yo, I no. want. I want to. I'm telling you, if honestly, I was telling Ali the other night, and I said, if we focused more on mankind, and you know, and stop the petty bickering and the BS and the and the lining these jerks' pockets who aren't doing nothing for us, we could get to outer space, outer out of our solar system into another galaxy by now. We could have oh, yeah. already done that. I'm going to be the 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 podcast episode police. We need to get back on topic. Yes, okay. yes we do. Okay. So, yes, while, while, while the future is a great thing to talk about, you know, and, and at the same time, all this great exploration and scientific discovery, we have to get back to focusing on the task at hand, which is scientific discovery and through uh, experimentation and uh, observation. And so we will start our uh, experimentation observation with, uh, let's go with Kyle, because you have mm -hmm. a very interesting story about your COVID journey. Um, yep. So, and I believe it starts with uh, the holiday, right? Yeah, it started around the holiday, started around Thanksgiving. So usually during Thanksgiving, I have a big family. So we all get, so we all gather at um at one of um at one of my cousins or or aunt's houses right um um during the beginning you know during the year of lot you know of, of lockdown um when we were uh you know during all that we socially distanced but there was still a, there was still a handful of us we all were sitting at separate tables right okay we were masked we were masked up we had a um my my uh my dad had the the thermometer gun and had us all, you know, and had and had our temperatures temperatures tested, and that's how we did it. Um, but uh, the previous thing, the the previous things even that just passed, um, it was the um, least amount of people I have ever hung out with during Thanksgiving, oh, right? Wow. Yeah. And unbeknownst to me and my sister, who at that time were happy to not only see our family, but also we were planning a trip to Florida to go see our aunt who couldn't make it, unfortunately. So uh, unbeknownst to us, one of our, actually two of our family members had COVID. Oh, wow. That were with us that day, right? Now, a couple of them, you know, a couple of them were, um, were also vaccinated. And we, you know, we talked about, you know, we talked about that and everything, right? So, but we didn't notice anything. We didn't notice that we had it until... I'd say about two days after we got to Florida. Now, what I found that was interesting was the symptoms came in waves for me because okay. it started with, it, it started like with a tickle in the throat. And I'm thinking it is allergy season, mm -hmm. right? It is allergy season. I usually get something around this time anyway. So I wasn't thinking that it was COVID. I was thinking that it, you know, this was just a, a, a normal uh, cold and it would pass, you know. Right. Um, then the me, next day. Real quick digital pimp you yeah. out here. So I was watching um, uh, the other show you're on. 
Uh, yep. Who they want? Who they want podcast? Yep. Who they want podcast? Shouts out! Just shouts out to them. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Steady, are you ready? Steady, and, uh, are you ready? Tasha, Tasha everybody. Yep. yep. Um, so, anyways, I was basically I saw you on that show, and I noticed that you were kind of like, you know, clearing your throat a lot, and I was like, yeah. oh, I wonder if he's got like allergies or something going on from you know just from being in Florida, you know, the difference right. in the weather. Yeah, because that's what I was—that's what I was thinking originally. Because when we left, it was thirty-eight. When we got there, it was seventy. Ooh, nice. We got when we got there, it was seventy. It was like seventy, seventy-two degrees. Then the temperature just kept going up because we stayed there for a week, right? We stayed there for a week. I started getting the you know I'm you know everybody's working from everybody's working from home, right? You know, I'm thinking I can still do my podcasting and I'm still working with other clients. If anybody needs, you know, help with their web content, contact me. Right. Um, so, you know, so, you know, so we're doing that, not even thinking about it. And then the week goes by and I noticed that, you know, my, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm coughing, I'm coughing. Uh, I was fatigued. Um, you know, I was fatigued one of the days. I, I just wanted to sleep all day. I would wake up, um, you know, I would wake up coughing in the morning, like early in the morning. Right. You know, and a, and a freaking sweat, all that stuff, right? And I'm like, this has happened before. I've had bron- I've had I've had bronchitis and stuff before, and post nasal drip and all of that, strep throat. I've had all I, I've you know I've had all of, of that growing up, chicken pox. Oh, so I'm not so so you know I'm like, and once again, this is cold and flu season, so I'm thinking it could be just that. Yeah. Then we get a COVID test done because we're about to leave. Right. We get it. We get a COVID test done the next day. Um, my sister, who was completely on top of this, big ups to shy. Um, yeah, yeah. She um, sat me down and she's like, don't freak out. But we have it. Oh, my God. Like the both of us for real. We have it. But here's one thing. But here's one thing I noticed. My symptoms started to dissipate. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They started to slowly go away. So right. I didn't feel that bad i didn't feel i wasn't stuck in bed or anything or anything like that you know so i was like why is it that my symptoms and my sister's symptoms are very mild cheyenne's out here in the sunlight on the balcony of our aunt's apartment taking meetings every day right that whole time she was there she was out in the sunlight right for her out in the out in the sunlight getting her vitamin d taking in you know taking in meetings just soaking up sun it was beautiful right she had to cough and everything, but what? But we were juicing every day. Um, we were uh, our mother's. A, our mother's a health coach, and we were and we're big on essential oils. So we were doing like breathing exercises and stuff of that and, and stuff of that nature. When we both looked at each other, I was like, "Okay, so that means we got to quarantine for a week. We got we got to stay. Yeah. We got to stay at our aunt's house for a week. So our aunt's helping to take care of us. Shy shy is." is doing is doing everything on top of the fact that currently she was you know she's pregnant so it's so we so i look at her from you know i look at her for 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 guidance even though that's my younger sister because right. she had already been through original recipe COVID. Her <laughs> i and, love that original recipe COVID. <laughs> her and my and, and and our dad had both gone through COVID at the beginning of lockdown so she knew what to expect as far as how to deal with it because we were both feeling okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, we weren't feeling like 100%, but we would tell each other how we were doing and how we were feeling. I noticed that my um, symptoms started to go away faster 
um, than um, than my than uh, my sisters because she was like right behind me. But then our aunt, she caught it as well because she was helping to take care of us. Hers ended up going from pneumonia to COVID, so she got like you know, so she got a, a dose of I know. Double whammy. Yeah, double whammy, man. It it is it's, it's no joke because um because one of our cousins that was with us during Thanksgiving, he ended up with pneumonia too. So, you know, so my family is going through it. Some of them had already been through it, so they knew what to do. But I'm listening to, it's, it's like one of those things where you're listening to everything that somebody says, like, okay, so here's what you gotta do. You gotta stay hydrated. Yes, we did. You gotta stay hydrated. You gotta do, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. Do your breathing exercises, do this, do that, the thing, da, 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 da. And we just did everything we could think of, right? Right. We just did everything we could think of. And I think the only medication I took with something for a headache, because during the call, when, when the coughs were, 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 when I, when I, when I was coughing, my head would just start to boom, 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 you know? Oh, um, oh, but like I said, after about a week or so, it started to dissipate. It wasn't completely gone because the, um, because when I got back home after dealing with the contact tracers and everything, right? After I got, after I got back home, because, you know, because once you have a positive test, Everybody knows about it. You had, you, you know, it, right. it, the contact tracers are calling me. They're asking me, okay, do you want to divulge anything about your COVID experience? Did you experience this, this, and this? So I just straight up asked them, I can opt out of this, right? And they're like, yeah, you have, like, there's no real reason. The only thing they need to do is keep track of the numbers, right? Right? They're not keeping track of the of the uh, symptoms, which I believe they should. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. definitely believe that. But I true. think that should be more of a thing because notice when, you know, when you guys got it, and I'm going to pass it over to you, in a, and I'm going to pass it over to you in a minute. Um, when you guys got it, our symptoms were similar yet very different. And um, one thing, what, what, one thing I will say, when during my, during my, my secondary quarantine, when I got back home, I was feeling, I was feeling better, but the mucus stayed behind. Like, you know, I, I stopped coughing, there was no headaches, no fatigue, but the mucus stayed behind. And I'm trying to cut down on stuff that I used to eat. So it's like, hmm, you you just like this is a whole different this is a whole different ball game here, right? But eventually after about another week or so, that started to dissipate as well. Right. So yeah, I'm gonna pass them I'm gonna pass the mic to, to the two of you. And uh, you uh, talk about your experiences. Um, so I did want to ask you a little bit about uh, your travel situation because yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of people dealing with the same kind of situation, trying to get home, uh, you know, after finding out they've had COVID and, um, you know, trying to make arrangements to do so. Um, mm -hmm. So I did want to talk a little bit about <clears throat> how your situation went you know um for your travel back okay and it you was... know not really to call anybody out specifically or anything like that but just no. to kind um... of have other people understand how i mean it's it's a situation where you know you did your quarantine you went yeah. through the symptoms and everything and then yeah. did your quarantine and at that time the funny thing was is wasn't it when while you were under your quarantine that the CDC changed their date? They hadn't, no, actually. They hadn't, they hadn't changed the guidelines until, because they just changed the guidelines yeah. at, the beginning, what, at the beginning of this month. This right, happened right. to, this happened to me the first couple of weeks of December. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they. So the. So the guidelines stated you had you the, the, you you had to you know quarantine for a good two weeks. Right. right? Now it's cut in, in. Now it's it's cut down to five days. So um, you know. So honestly, I'd rather go back to two weeks to be on. You know, to be completely honest with you, just to be you know just to be on the safe side. Right. I but, agree. I think that two week know. period was a perfect amount of time because that's a. That's actually like a standard quarantine time for yeah. anything. It's fourteen and days. So I, I want to take the opportunity that's... to just yeah. I I just want to take the opportunity real quick to say big ups to our our um you know our medical personnel who yeah. you know are you know who have been dealing with this even after the guidelines have been changed and right. it's because because the stuff I'm because the stuff I'm hearing from um I follow this this travel nurse on uh on tiktok and she was the one that that made me aware of the uh of the uh of the guideline changes um and uh you know and how and how she felt about it she you know she's all for the you know she's all for the vaccine but she's not for these you know the, the way that they the way that they just switched up the um you know switched up the the quarantine guidelines so gotcha. But big ups to anybody out here who has to, you know, who has to deal with that because this is, you know, this is still, this is still crazy. Yeah, because every, and also they change day to day the guidelines. So that has right. to be really difficult already going into work as a, you know, a healthcare worker and dealing with sick, sick patients and then constantly having to navigate family members that mm-hmm. could have visited, now can't visit and things like that because they change every day so it is it is nuts it, it really it's crazy it really is um but as far as the traveling back it was just like it was just like when i got there there was no real there was no real uh um changes because like i said we stayed an extra week in florida right and i and i don't know this for sure but i want to say the weather helped Okay. I want to say that the that the warm because it was warm constantly. I think it oh, rained yeah. like I think it rained like two days. Uh, it rained when we got there, but like sprinkles, and then it and then it rained like a couple days you know, a couple days later. But everything else was like seventy nine, eighty something degrees. Wow! Right? I wow! Mean, and, when I went to Florida, it was like October. Um, yep. And this was like twenty. 2025 or 2025 2015 <laughs> or no actually um, uh, are you i was gonna say we didn't yeah that's what i said like, we didn't get to 2025 Ooh. yet there uh, anyway, buddy you know what i'm so used to saying it from call of duty like it's just stuck in my head 2020 i mean now we're in 2022 but so that's 2000, not that far off it's not that far i think it was 2005 i went to florida uh, to florida last and it was in october and in new jersey it was in the teens to the 30s mm-hmm. and in florida it was in the 50s to the 70s and i was like this is great what am i doing in new jersey but also it was like the first time i'd ever been to florida and seen a palm tree okay sure that's the story you want to stick right, to it right yeah. we all know that's not the truth right <laughs> I had never uh, seen a tree before. <laughs> you've never seen a tree. Uh, so yes, uh, <laughs> good old throwbacks. Um, but yeah, so you know, and so that was my experience in Florida. 
And for it to be like in December to be like seventies to nineties, whoo man. I mean, I love I love warm weather, especially when I'm sick. Warm weather is so much nicer to be in. Mm. Um because you can just cool yourself down with AC or whatever, you know. But like in the wintertime, when you get that chill on you and you're sick, like you just have that chill and it stinks, man. It doesn't go away. So I can imagine being in Florida might have been nice for the weather, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly I didn't want to go I didn't want to go back home. Like yeah, that, that first, that first week flew by and we had so many, you know, we had so much stuff planned. Um, mm. but we but after the you know, after the uh, the positive uh, result. We had to back. We had to backtrack and, st- and and stayed and stayed home. But once we were filling up to it, we went out. We went outside. We walked. We we walked around. Um, masks on, of course, and you know we just made sure that uh, you know and, and made sure that we were really up for it. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody in the house was vac. Nobody in the house was vaccinated. Right. And um one and um also um, one of us was dealing with allergies on top of that. So, you know, we could have stayed another week because we wanted to help out our aunt who unfortunately had a positive result on top of, you know, on top of pneumonia, like later on, but, but they can, you know, but they basically convinced us, like, I think the best thing you can do is go, is, is go back home because you're starting to feel better. Right. So, you know, so we went back home. There was no ha- there was no hassle. The only thing that happened, the only thing that really happened was the the contact tracers were on my back. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course. they they would they would call every day until I answered the phone. Mm-hmm. And when I you know, and when I told them that uh you know what had happened to me, I didn't really go into detail, but I did say yes, I was tested positive. And then we had te- had had another test, um you know, uh, right before we left. And still tested and still tested positive because it was still in our system. I was feeling I was feeling great. But aside from the, you know, aside from the mucus in my throat. But, you know, I didn't really lose my sense of taste that much. It only lasted like a like less than a day. Um, And uh, like I said, big ups to my sister because, you know, her and and her aunt kept kept us all, you know, you know, you know, kept us all up during this. It was just a. That was an experience on its own, but I'm so glad that I was not alone. I kept saying that. Right. I, I was so glad that I was not alone during. Now, you know, um, one thing I do want to ask you about that I, I you mentioned previously was your uh, another experience you had during COVID that was something different and new, and mm-hmm. kind of gross at the same time, and that is the uh, the neti pot experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Um. Okay. So th- it was my first time, exp- it was my first time with the neti pot. Uh-huh. I knew that it was an old school remedy that dates way back. Right. Like, but, you know, um, but yo, man, that was the weirdest because I love tea, but not in a million years did I ever think teapot up the nose. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think that. You know, but it's, a, we get the, it's a very strange sensation too. Yeah, right? but my, yeah, but it cleared it cleared something out. Yeah, it cleared it, it cleared something out. That saline solution was no joke. And, and like yeah. I said, we uh, you know 
my, uh, you know, we were doing the breathing exercises with the essential oils and we were juicing everything. And we, I did the neti pot twice. I think, I think shy, you know, cause he's already had experiences with it. Me, I'm all like nervous. Like what the heck is this going to feel like? Like, you know, <laughs> right, exactly. I, you know, and, and, and I'm like, man, whoever came up with this, Right. I don't know if y'all were geniuses or just mad because right. something. It, it really does seem like mad science from like the yeah. you know, middle ages or something. Yeah. But like, and it's something, and it it's something so simple. It's something so simple, but it is gross because when you look at, when you look at it, it, cause it's not just water that comes out. Right. Hopefully right. it's not loose certain things that are in there. Right? right. So you look at the, so you look at the water yeah, you, exactly. I mean, you, That's you your mistake the right there is looking at it. <laughs> you look at the fluid change color. Yeah. As it's flow as it's flowing down the drain. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> and I'm like, I know something no. is working because that joint tastes it changed color. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, oh, uh yeah, it got it got a little gross, but yeah, I yeah. It, at least we stayed on topic right exactly exactly yeah so at this point um you know so kyle we've heard you know your um covid story um is yep. there anything else that you want to you know say before i pass it on over um uh, honestly i'm you know I, honestly i just i just want to say that one thing I one thing I keep finding fascinating is the fact that all these COVID, um, you know, COVID stories are different and how it's affecting everybody differently. Right. So I just want to um, like like I said, I'm inviting anybody who's willing to to talk about their COVID journey, their COVID, you know, their COVID story, um, whether it whether it was you that experienced it or somebody that, you know, that's willing to tell their story. Let me, you know, let me know and uh, check out, you know, check out A for Able for more details. I do plan on doing a series of episodes talking about the differences of people, you know, when uh, people experience COVID. Right. Absolutely. And I look forward to uh, checking that out as well. Yes. Um, but, you know, as, as, as interesting as the stories are we've shared here um, so far, um, the next one is going to be from Allie. So, Allie, if you uh, would kindly um, share with us your COVID journey. Um, okay. <laughs> so, I we have been exposed to COVID before, um, and we ended up not getting it. And then we got exposed just uh, by a close contact, which was kind of like... Um, you know how people had like their quarantine bubbles of people you hang out with and it's like you're all being safe. Yeah. And so like those are the people you go out and do things with because, you know, like they're being, you know, safe. Right. Of course. And it just so happened that we got we don't even know where it came from, but whatever. We all we all got it. Our whole quarantine bubble. Yeah, got whole, it. Our whole crew, <laughs> our whole crew got COVID. Yeah. Um, I think the thing for me, the most. Uh, terrifying thing for me was hearing that because I'm overweight and, and obese that I was going to have it really bad. And I was, my anxiety started to get the best of me. And I was just immediately starting to think like, okay, well, um, I'm watching like, can I breathe my temperature? Um, what's my oxygen level? Like I became hyper-focused yeah. on that. And so um, my biggest symptoms besides the headaches 
um, was I had fevers probably 10 out of the 14 to 16 days I was sick. Oh, wow. Um, which is kind of crazy because, um, like you said, Kyle, like they focus on the who tests positive, not the symptoms. Mm -hmm. Like I kept a log of my symptoms because I was like, I just want to know if I have to talk to a medical professional, if I get worse, like they can see. So like I recorded my temperatures, I recorded how I was feeling every single day. And in fact, if I pull it up really quickly, yeah, can um, give us the rundown on your, uh, you know, yeah, your, she's got the, so, she's got the notes. Yeah, she's got the minutes, <laughs> the blow yeah. by blow, the play by play, um, if you will, the play by play. <laughs> yeah, I did because I just wanted to, I wanted to know. So I started with when I was exposed. So that there's two different dates I could have been exposed. Right. Um. So the first day I said I had no symptoms. Uh, the second day, I was feeling run down, a little tired, but nothing super crazy. Right. The next day after that, I started with the headache and the stuffy nose. Oh. Mm. Wednesday started the next day after that. So that would be now uh, one, two, three, like the fourth day after I was exposed. Oh, wow. I started with a low-grade fever of 100.8. I took Tylenol, like Tylenol and I, we were besties. <laughs> we were best friends. Yeah. Like I, I probably went through, like, this is going to sound bad. It wasn't a full bottle when I started, but I went through almost an entire bottle of Tylenol just from my headaches and fevers yeah. because I was probably taking it twice a day because I would have a high fever in the morning and a high fever at night. Yeah. And um, so they started, you know, I started to cough on this on the fourth day and the stuffiness and I started to lose my taste and smell. I was also having hot flashes at that point. Then I went for my PCR test the next day and I could I completely had lost my taste and smell. So five days after I was exposed, completely lost my taste and smell. I was congested. I was coughing. I actually didn't have a fever that day. And I was just trying to keep my fluids because I was afraid I was going to get dehydrated. Mm. Then the next day, Friday, um, in between, I had my one aunt. She had brought me vitamin D3, uh, zinc, and elderberry um, because she had recommended vitamins to take to help just uh, keep my immune system up and, and working and everything. Mm -hmm. Um so I had made a note that I was tired, I was coughing, I had a 99.5 fever, took the vitamins, um, and I was trying to drink vitamin C infused water. But like, the thing is, is like, because I had no taste, everything, it was almost like torturous to drink and eat during COVID. Like mm. I, it was bad, like to the point where I was eating like, maybe a jello, um, I tried to eat soup and broth, but like I lost 20 pounds in those. I'm not bragging. That is not mm. me like being like, yeah, no. oh, I lost 20 pounds. Yes. I'm actually like, that's not good. Like that's just because I could barely, barely eat at all. Mm. Um, then the next day I got my positive results. Then my fever started to go in the 101s and 103s. Mm. So I had 101 fever. Um, and then I took that in the morning. And then again at night, I had another 101 fever. Right. Um, so I took more Tylenol. 
then the next day it was 99.1 in the morning, still having really bad headaches. Um, then I started to get the shakes. Like I was convulsing. Like mm. I could not get warm. I was like, it was bad. Like I was just, it, the shakes were not good. Um, mm. And then, so I, then at night, my fever went back up to 101. <laughs> uh, then the next day is when I woke up with the highest fever I had, which was 103. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, that's when I really got nervous. Cause I'm like, this is freaking me out that my temperature is this high. Um, and then it got down to a hundred that day with Tylenol. Yeah. That was a um, little bit of scary, a little bit scary there. It was like a, and during, then, the night, during the day, right? At that, yeah. And then at that point, like after that, I was just, I kept having fevers like between anywhere between 99 low grade to 101 and that lasted up until uh, december 28th when i got a negative covid test um and i started my my covid symptoms on december 12th gotcha. so december 28th like i got my our my mother-in-law brought us delsum uh cough medicine um i had a lot of thir- do you have thirst. this on in the background hon on in the background do you have the video on in the background no, there's no, that's the TV. Oh, My okay. mom's watching TV. Oh, okay. I was just wondering what that um, noise was. <laughs> common, like, um, was not. I'm watching nauseous. it on uh, YouTube to uh, check for continuity and everything. Uh, oh, so do and you telling me, the TV? It's telling me we started streaming 40 minutes ago or like 45 minutes ago. Just Has the it whole been 45 thing? minutes? It's did been actually like two hours, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know has. if we did lost we, the beginning of this or the not. First part? I really hope not, serious? but I think I once not. it uh, once it does its render thing, maybe it'll be okay. Hopefully, I, I um, guess the common thing with me was I was having, like I said, the fevers, the taste and smell, the no taste and smell, the shivers, like and the shakes, like yeah. could not stop shaking. I did a couple days feel shortness of breath that were a little bit extra uh, than normal. Um, right. And there was some days where I was afraid to walk around much because I was just, my anxiety was adding in a lot to my, in my head too, because like I said, I was under the impression that I was going to end up on a ventilator in the hospital and not survive because that's mm. what I've been hearing. Yeah. I've been hearing in the news and medical people and just talking and saying like, Hey, you know, if you're obese, you are the biggest comorbidity to COVID. You're the people that are dying when you go to the hospital. So like when you hear that, you're like, Oh my gosh, we got oh, a, our 10 minute Great. warning is up. That's all right. No um, <laughs> so I think that was just like my biggest thing. Like, you know, I, uh, I was scared, you know, I mean, no, okay, go ahead. Um, I just, you know, I don't know. I just, I was, I let that fear take over too. And that was the sickest I've ever felt. So I've never gotten the flu before. Um, but when I had COVID, that was the sickest I've ever felt in my life. And to be honest, and I will be, um, so much so that I started thinking like, okay, like, do I get vaccinated? Because 
if I get COVID again, because COVID is not going anywhere, does that make those, um, you know, will that lighten up the symptoms that I had? You know, and I was really seriously considering it because I kept saying to Keith, I said to my mom, I was like, I don't know if I want to feel like that again. Like, I don't know if I want to feel that way I felt again. Right. You know, yes, I got through it. And yes, it was mild, but I don't know if I want to feel like that sick again. And That's that fair. was mostly why I brought that conversation up to my doctor when I did see him. And when he just wasn't really... I wouldn't say he wasn't interested to hear how I was doing. It was just, he was like, look, he's like, you know, you're healthy per blood work and things like that and tests, you know, and he's like, I don't see, you know, well, we talked about that. I don't see, you know, recommend it for you currently right now. And which is great, but it, it did make me question like, his reasoning for that, you know, um, but I think that was really it. I mean, I just was very, uh, I was in my room and the hardest part for me was having to be away from my mom because mm -hmm. it happened during Christmas and, uh, I wasn't, a, you know, I didn't want to get, we were so focused on not getting her sick yeah. that if we had to come downstairs, we were wearing a mask and distancing as far away as from her as possible. Keith would like hold his breath when he would give her food. If he, we made dinner or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. kind of like throw it at her a little bit. No, not like, really throw it at her. I'm it just like, kidding. I'm kidding. I, I really could have used one of those like arm on a the stick. Grabber things. Thing? Yeah. 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 Just show, here you go. Here's um, the plate. <laughs> I'll take your garbage. Okay. <laughs> that was the hardest thing. And like our text messages, like I just, wanted to hug my mom like yeah, right. it was our first christmas without my sister being here and you know also with my family you know not being able to see any family during christmas was really hard for me right. just because again we're we're having a huge loss and all of that so uh i mean that's yeah i think that's really it yeah i mean yeah. uh um can i interject really uh, really fast yeah your 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 concern about getting the uh, about getting the uh, the vaccine i think is valid yeah. Um, because they, you know, they do stress that, and, and, and I think this is the most re I think this is, this is the most realistic, uh, argument I can think of for, for the pro I can think of for getting it. And that's if, when you get it, it's when you, when you get the vaccine and then you get COVID, it's not, it won't be as bad as if you do, if, if you don't have it, I'm like, okay, that. That right there seems like it's like, okay, like I said, we don't know for sure, but at least if you do get it, it won't be as bad as before because the, the um, because this is a very, this is like what, the most asymptomatic um, um, sickness that we've had. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like there, there's been, you know, there's been so many cases of people being asymptomatic, having no clue that they have it in the first place. So you don't, so you don't know. So I can understand people's concerns. I can understand people's concerns there. And even if you did end up getting it, nobody would, nobody would look at you sideways. Right. Yeah. I think you that's know? the thing too. Was like, I think that's the only reason I considered it. And then I was like, you know what? Um, I guess my immune system is not as crappy as I thought it was because right. you know, I haven't really been since the pandemic started, like we've been home mostly like, 
okay, yeah, we did go places and we were as safe as we possibly could be, mm -hmm. but we're not, Keith and I are not, uh, how do I say this, uh, out on the town kind of people. Right. So being homebound and in being those types of people anyway, we've yep. kept ourselves very protected as much as we could. Mm. Not saying like that we never leave the house or anything like that, but we've kept us ourselves as, as protected as we could. And so I hadn't even been really that sick the entire pandemic. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that took into account too, why I was getting like those fevers and things when I did get it, because my immune system really hasn't had a chance to do anything. Cause I've been in my own home for such a long time. Mm -hmm. And when I did go, I mean, it's, I don't know if that's, I, I'm not a scientist or am I a doctor? That's just me guesstimating like yeah that's just me thinking like could that be a possibility why i was a little bit uh on the more like mild but like a little more intense mild version of it you know what i mean mm -hmm. i think this uh this whole thing has a lot of people uh you know and not even just like not even just in the way of like you know one way or another putting on a tinfoil hat mm. you know what i mean because there are so many things that you can think of reasons for this to happen, reasons for things to happen, reason for things not to happen. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the, uh, what we w would assume would be a natural progression of the virus um, becoming weaker, hopefully, you know, over time. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, while they say that, you know, the symptoms are, you know, less with the Omicron variant, you know, I'm also seeing, um, basically them saying that the Omicron variant has no, you know, bearing on the um, uh, booster shots because the booster shots were made for Delta. You and know? that's why they're, they're currently um, working on a vaccine specifically for Omicron. Right. So I feel and... like as these boosters come out, more and more work is going to be done in this field for the benefit of mankind over money right now. Because yeah. in the long term, it will make its money back, you know, mm. but uh, that's right a, now. That's another thing, too, though. Like you said, contact tracers were on your back, Kyle. They, like they were I calling. didn't even I didn't yeah. even get a phone call because people that I told that I had COVID, they're like, oh, get ready. You're going to get calls from the Department of Health and you're going to get calls from these people. I got no call. The I only call, call I got, I got a call, one call which was from my positive test result from the PCR person. And they just said, okay, you're positive. Like, this is what you have to do. This is what you have to quarantine for. They gave me, I asked a question, like, I've already had it for a week. Like she said, you quarantine starts when you start showing symptoms. And then she said, it's at the time it was still 14 days. And then she had just asked me if I wanted to speak to a doctor about my symptoms. And I was like, no, like if anything, I'll call my own doctor, you know, my, my primary care doctor. And that was it. And then I never got a call ever again from anyone else. I was concerned about COVID uh, for me. I think for me, what, what had happened to me was um, my sister gave them all the information. So they, so they called. So the, the people that we took that, you know, they had our test results, they called her or, gotcha. or, or, or sent her a text or, or whatever, or, or whatever, um, you know, contact information she gave them. Then 
um, contact tracers started calling, but I didn't know that they were contact tracers at first because I, because I didn't catch the phone call. It's not like I was trying to avoid them. Right. To me, it was like, if I don't recognize the number, because I screen my calls, if right. I don't recognize the number and big ups to Google for having that as a feature, <laughs> um, if I don't recognize the number, I leave it, you know, I, I screen the call and you tell Google why you're calling. You know what I'm saying? Just like gotcha. a just like a just like a classic answering machine. Speaking you know? of Google, guys, uh, we're about to uh, lose our call, so we're gonna take a quick break here while we get reset up, and we'll be back in just a moment. Uh, right. Hang with us, and we'll be right back, guys. really only at uh two hours so hey guys we are back so uh as you can see on the screen here kyle and ali have now switched so <laughs> uh but we are back at the conversation and we are going back at it um where we left off so as you were saying during the break uh i don't know if anybody noticed uh ali kind of turned to look behind her and yeah. uh yeah you want to let because you know that I, uh, I felt a tap on my shoulder. And so when I turned my head, I thought like it was maybe my hair or something. Right. And then obviously nobody's behind me. My mom is sitting next to me, but she didn't like reach over to tap on my shoulder. You would right. have seen it like in the, in the video. Oh. Um, but I am sitting in my sister's seat. So maybe it was Gina. <laughs> maybe. Um, maybe. It's like, that's my spot right excuse me probably pardon me <laughs> yeah like excuse me lady like right oh well that, and like the other day remember i told you somebody like rubbed my back yeah yeah look, but i was not my back wasn't facing keith my back was facing the opposite way so it wasn't like keith reached over and rubbed my back right i think i would have noticed on thanksgiving uh speaking yeah. of so 
basically um where we are at now is uh i guess i'll I tell my, my part of it yeah, yeah you're up um so basically uh started right around uh, right after thanksgiving i started to feel sick um started to just have like a general like cough and things like that now i normally have a cough because i i was vaping um you know some like like uh what is that called nicotine salts or whatever and they're not so smooth on my throat so, uh, you know, I tended to cough a lot from that. Also, you know, I smoke medical marijuana. So, of course, you know, I cough from that too. But um, I was just having this uneasy feeling, you know, like like I was feeling sick. And so after being feeling sick for a couple of weeks, um, it started to, you know, feel a little bit worse. And I was like, oh, you know, like we were supposed to get together with our friend and, uh, you know, and do some things with some other friends and, we ended up, um, I took a COVID test that came up negative and I was like, oh good. Maybe I just, you know, maybe I was just sick. Maybe I just had like a flu or something, you know, whatever. No big. Well, it's good to know, you know, I don't have COVID. We'll all get together and hang out. You know, we're all good. And, uh, unfortunately then we had our friends over and then we went, you know, we went out, we did some stuff that weekend and then come to find out, you know, uh, one of our friends tested positive and it went from there to, okay, well, we were definitely all together. We were all hanging out, you know, together, me, Allie, and, you know, her mom, we were all hanging out together with, with our friends. Our so we definitely all were people. like, okay, we all probably have COVID. So at that point, like, all right, well, you know, I was feeling sick. I found out I didn't have it. And then I found out I did have it. So, or that I was exposed at that time. So I just kind of said, yeah, I'm going to say we have it, you know, and, and just, you know, it's at that. So then mm. we got, um, we scheduled tests to get done at our local Rite Aid um, for Allie and I, because we were starting to have symptoms. Now, luckily, Kathy, as soon as we found out, we kind of quarantined ourselves from, you know, Allie's mom. And, um, you know, try to stay six feet away at all times when we couldn't. We, you know, we were wearing masks the entire time. And I was like, I would rather have, you know, COVID and not give it to her, you know, because she is, you know, a little bit older than us. She has, you know, whatever, you know, symptoms of whatever she has to begin with. Um, I know, she, you know, there's, there's, there's a, a bit of a medical yeah there's a bit that. of a medical history there you know to begin with mm -hmm. and so well one of the comorbidity things i get so pissed about you know is this morbid obesity i think we re need to really redefine what morbid obesity is because there's a big difference between being you know four and five hundred pounds and being you know 350 you know you know to to between 350 and 400 and still being healthy you know what i mean um, right is the thing because even you know in the 400s you could still have people who are healthy at that at that weight which is you know amazing um in the general overall whatever of mankind and how far we've come with medicine and technology um but regardless of that let me get back on topic here so uh i just basically you know waited uh we took a at home test and it came up positive and I was like, okay, I'm positive. I was like, you know, Allie, you know, she got, uh, her test scheduled. We both went, got our PCRs done and they came up positive. So we, well, Allie got the call, what, two days later that you were positive. Yeah. And by then 
for me, like for you, I think you had started to already have a little bit of a fever and I lucked out. I didn't have any fevers until like I think the my end symptoms were like a day and a, a well, yours day were or like two, two ahead or, of you. Yeah, your symptoms were about two days ahead of mine. And mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, I was like, well, I have to expect, you know, that I'm going to have my symptoms longer than Allie. Um, and at the same time, you know, I was like, okay, well, when this is over, we'll have immunity for a couple of months. So that'll be good, you know, but like it's making it through it right now. And for me, like to know, I don't really have any comorbidities aside from being heavy set. Um, mm -hmm. But like at the same time, I have, you know, pain issues and stuff like that and mm. some nerve issues and i was more worried about Allie at the time you know and i was like okay i'm gonna have to be the person because i'm up and down you know like and Allie was having fevers and not doing so good i was like i'm gonna have to be that guy that does all the cooking all the you know whatever i can do to keep everybody going keep the house going so like i was cooking for Allie, which was no big deal because we were already sick together but I was so afraid of, you know, her mom getting sick. And that's mm. just like, okay. I was like, you know, like as long as I wear my mask and sanitize and wash my hands over and over and sanitize, spray everything down with Lysol, you know, whatever, whatever I can do. And she was pretty good about keeping, you know, herself sanitized and Lysol and everything and, you know, whatever, without her having to wear a mask at the time, because, you know, she has trouble breathing with a mask on. Um, which a lot of people do, and I get it. But if I could mask up and keep her from getting it, that's what I wanted to do. So, unfortunately, yeah, the, the hardest part was that we couldn't do for ourselves. You know, so, like, it was like we had to reach out to my mom to run out and grab us stuff from the store. And then, like, um, you know, Allie's aunt um, sent us, you know, she ordered us dinner one night, which was cool. Um, you know, one of our good friends, she felt so bad because of the situation and we couldn't do anything. And she was like, Hey, listen, I'm going to send you guys some money to order groceries with, you know, and whatever. And like, if you can get them picked up, like, that'd be great. And, you know, of course they were going through it too at the same time. And so it was the same, you know, the same, um, variant that we had, as to where like Allie and I turned out we were okay. I didn't have any fevers. I just had splitting headache, like mm -hmm. unbelievably splitting headache. And I felt like I had a, like a wicked sinus infection. Like my mm -hmm. face, the sinus pressure was so bad. Like it was causing headaches. I couldn't breathe. Then all of a sudden I couldn't taste. And Allie at the same time was going through, I can't taste. And I was like, perfect. I'll make whatever for dinner. I could make you a fucking turd on a hot dog bun. And it, it would be whatever to you. You wouldn't even know. You know what I mean? Like, so like whatever, sometimes she doesn't like the things that I cook. And, you know, so she'll make something different. And, um, so, it, you know, it was like, okay, we'll figure it out. You know, like we'll, we'll make different things, whatever. And so then it became more about her texture, focusing on the texture. And that night I made, the last night I could taste dinner, I made meatballs with rotini, but I made them in the air fryer and I put them on mm -hmm. a little bit too long. So they were like a little rubbery. They were mm -hmm. And like, she was like, I can't taste it anyway, so whatever. So she's eating it and she's like, they're squeaking in my mouth and i was like what like you're chewing on a rubber bounce ball she's like yeah and i was That's like exactly okay what i was it like, felt like i was like all right 
Yo. I was like, well, whatever. I, you know, like, I'll eat it because it tastes like meatballs. It's a little bit weird texture, but I don't care. I could taste. I, I couldn't. I couldn't eat it. Um, it was awful. Yeah. And so, like, the, that night, like, I was like, during the night, I noticed I started to lose. I was, I was vaping, and I'm like, I can't suddenly taste my vape. And I'm like, oh, maybe I have vapor's tongue, you know, because that happens when you vape a certain flavor for a while, you lose the sensation of that flavor. So mm. it's very weird. Um, and I was like, okay, I was like, you know, no big. I'll just uh, switch to something else. I was like, you know, like I have this really gross menthol. What was it? Menthol orange and bacon flavor. No I have idea. no idea. Yeah, no idea why it was that what, flavor. Uh, what? But I, it was like mentholated. Sounds... And I was like, well, With I was bacon? like, I like, yeah, it was not good at all. It was totally gross. Like, I I tried it when I first got it, and I was like, oh, no, this is like bottom of the barrel. If I have absolutely nothing else to vape, you know, including can't make myself anything. <clears throat> this is, uh, you know, like the, the Island of Misfit toys, like kind of like bag of vape juices that I would never <laughs> vape unless I lost my taste for some reason or I was extremely <laughs> desperate. So like I went with that and, um, you know, I was like, okay, no problem. You know, like I can't taste this. This is great. But I had that menthol sensation. So that helped, you know. And uh, when I finally got to, you know, the not being able to taste or whatever we had had leftover pizza in the fridge so i was like every time i eat pizza i always have to heat it up and i was like well if i can't taste anyway what's the point of making it taste like i want it to taste i'm just gonna eat pizza like straight up microwave it and whatever and no i think that was the the epitome of the second time i had the pizza so i had some pizza for, it was like leftover pizza we had. I put it in the oven. Sorry. I got it crispy. I was like, this is great. Just the way I like it. And I took a bite and it was cardboard with mush on top. Mm. Like I couldn't, I can't describe it any other way. Yum. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, and I tried to, you know, lay out my symptoms in what I called the COVID diaries I did on YouTube. I did a bunch of shorts and like, so but there was just some some of it that like needed to be talked about and you know it was it was those little things like not being able to run out to the store and pick up like uh, something i really needed that was like really cheap that i could just run out and grab you know from the corner store and i can't do that now you know mm. uh something as easy as um you know at this point like i can't go to the dispensary you know what i mean i can't order i can't order there's no bud hub you know what I mean? So I gotta oh find God. I gotta find a, a way to get it where you know oh like hey does your dealer take Venmo you know does your dealer take Z what is it Zello Zell Zell or whatever or like uh, are you trying PayPal. to get this flagged and taken yeah. down? You know so it, it's just really funny like that that has to be where your mind goes during that time because of course like I was you know I still use medical marijuana for pain relief for you know the ability to um, you know work out my insomnia stuff like that. And so without that, it was like, no, I'm not going to be able to get through COVID if I don't have like pot to put me to sleep, you know, or to deal with my pain. I'm going to have to take pain meds that I don't want to take. And then at the same time, like I'm going to have to, you know, suffer through this, you know, at, at the same time without 
vaping anything good, you know, but I did like, I managed to stay, I vaped through the whole thing. I managed to smoke my medical pot through the whole thing. And, you know, I, the little bit that I had to deal without wasn't so bad, you know, mm. but, um, and then by the time I was able to do everything again, I was able to go fill my, you know, fill my prescription and do what I needed to do. And so it just worked out. But that quarantine, thinking about like quarantining for five days as the CDC recently changed, you know, their, their standpoint, I don't think that's right. I think that like, yeah, okay, maybe you're not, um, you know, it's not active in your system that way in a period of five days, but I don't trust that still because any quarantine that we've done over the whole history of human, you know, interaction with viruses and, and disease has been a 14 day quarantine just by standard. You know what I mean? I just don't think the CDC knows what to say anymore. Yeah. I feel like my symptoms didn't kick in until like maybe five days into having been exposed. You know what I mean? And then the symptoms didn't really go away until the what 12th or 14th day when yeah. we tested negative, you know? Um, and we took a, we took a, uh, an at home test. And both Allie and I tested negative. Her mom tested positive at that point. She was feeling no symptoms at all, except for like the sinus infection symptoms. Yeah, so, and she didn't lose her taste or smell no, or anything. Nothing like that. And she so, was super, super, super mild. But the funny part of, of, of getting back my taste was that, um, you know, we, we didn't have our taste. And my mom got us some uh, Delsum. And I didn't have a cough the entire time after, like, I found out that I was exposed. I didn't have a cough until the very end, like the tail end of, you know, it being over. It took me 16 days mm. since I was exposed to start to feel better. And on the 17th day is when I tested negative with an at-home COVID test. So how can in five days? And I didn't get my I didn't get back? my uh, results for like what five or six days. Yours took a long time, and I think it's because they wanted to see your your culture grow because mine showed up like that, and like they probably wanted to see yours grow because they said that PCR tests are so sensitive, right? Because like my, we scheduled my mom for a PCR test like two weeks after we all had supposedly had it right and her after it pcr was test and she tested negative on the antigen test right at home but her pcr test said she was positive and it's like we looked it up and they said if you had covid or any form of covid pcr tests for a very long time after you're done having an active infection will still show up positive because it's so sensitive. There could be like dead virus, like cells that aren't active infection, but are still showing up on the test. That's how like sensitive they are. They said, right. Hmm. So, I think that's I, um... really important to, uh, you know, that honestly, I think we talked about before when we were in Connecticut, um, back mm -hmm. in, what was it? November, July, uh, July. Yeah. Oh, July. I'm thinking November and then July. Um, but the COVID vaccine, I remember you pulled up that website where they were talking about the COVID vaccine side effects. And I think they really need to do, they do that in New Jersey in a way, but it's a little bit different from the, the way that, you know, it's done um, with the vaccine side effects. Like there really isn't a place to tell people where you have, what your side effects are. 
Um, mm. I know New Jersey has a a daily check-in on their app, um, which I highly recommend. They have a lot of uh, places and, and really good resources for information for uh, help. Um, if you live in New Jersey, um, get the app because it really gives you a, a fast way to get to those. And which I've, mm. I've never seen organization from the state like they have in this you know, in this time, uh, like this, I think that's probably one of the best things they ever did. But at the same time, you have to be able to report your symptoms when you do find out you have COVID. And I think Mm -hmm. that's really important that those symptoms are cataloged because, you know, like we've been saying, you know, the symptoms are different for everybody, you know, as to where, like you said, like you had a little bit of a headache, but it was from coughing, you know, as to where, like, I, I didn't have coughing the entire time until the tail end of, you know, when I was getting better, when I was on the upswing. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, I was saying about the Delsum, the funny thing is when we got our taste back, Allie tried it and she was like, oh, that's nasty. And I'm like, but you can't taste anything. So how is it nasty? So I took a big old swig and I'm like, yeah, I don't taste the thing. And then I like, there's a little bit left in the cup. I'm like, see, oh, I'll even like, you know, clean out the cup. So I take the little bit left in the cup and all of a sudden I start to be able to taste it. And I'm like, oh God, like, oh, cough medicine. Like the switch no. just turned back on. Huh? What happened? Like, no, what? I need more COVID so I can't taste this uh, anymore. Uh, like, <laughs> I don't even think I, it's not that I couldn't taste it, but you could always like sense medicine in your mouth. I feel like. Oh, I, it was like almost like, psychosomatic. Swig, I didn't even get it. Like it's, yeah, you know, it it's medicine, so you know, it's going to taste gross. So you just <laughs> yeah, already you, go you, into you it. Prepare yourself for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it was like. Like I literally had a, a bottle of Pedialyte with a straw in it. Yeah. And all I could taste out of that Pedialyte, it tasted like I was drinking salt water. Oh, wow. And, you know, but I was just like, I got to get like electrolytes in somehow. I couldn't, I didn't have any Gatorade. So the best, the next best thing was the Pedialyte we had from when my sister, we were trying to get her to do that. So, right. um, I mean, it, you know, like, Pedialyte might is well a really use good it. thing to get your electrolytes going, too. Um, I was like, might as well use it. So that's what I, I tried to do. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I finished yeah. a whole bottle, though, because it's very salty. Yeah. Like I said, for me, it came in a wave. Like, I felt like I lost some sense of taste or whatever. But by the next day, I didn't feel the same way anymore. So mm. it's, it's, it's weird. Because, because. Here's here here's what I mainly was eating while I would while I was in Florida. Fruits, right? Because we were you know because we were we were juicing things. I um I was basically eating like a I was basically eating like a vegan. You know, like I'm not, I I can't I can't call myself a vegan or a vegetarian because I still eat you know because I still eat meat on occasion. But right. I have you know but I I have slowed down on on that. You know what I'm saying? Of course. But, um, but I was eating acai bowls. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah. I couldn't couldn't finish the so couldn't bad. finish the whole thing because that's when I was starting to feel you know that's when I was starting to feel sick. But but um, the uh, the other thing was every other thing that was that I was eating, you know, for dinner everything was was hot like like hot hot noodle bowls and stuff like that, hot soups stuff you know it, it, things of that nature. And then later on, I just went back to my my veggie bur you know like my veggie burgers and stuff like i didn't feel like i completely lost my sense of taste except for that one you know like that one day oh wow and, right. 
that and that was uh and and that to me was interesting i believe my sister went through that too because she because she'll tell you what she went through with her second battle with covid is nothing like the first oh yeah yeah. you know there's nothing is nothing like the first so we tried to so we so we assessed you know we assessed the whole thing afterwards it's like did Did she say that it was an easier time the second time or Oh, dude, I was looking at her and it seemed easier. The only yeah. thing that she, the only thing that that seemed to be a a constant was the congestion and the coughing. But she was outside. She was, you know, in the in the balcony hat is, um, you know, there's a wind, there's a um, there's glass around, you know, around the balcony. So no, you know, so like no worries there. We're on the top floor. She's, you know, chilling outside, laptop on, doing what she's got to do, you know. Yeah. taking taking meetings and stuff like that and she was taking care of us and she's pregnant so she's doing all so she's doing all this stuff and she looks at and she looks at us like is this what a, what being a mom is going to be like when it happens i'm like yeah probably <laughs> you know like like she's and, and and we're like yeah this is preparing you right there because she got a few months to she got a few more months to go yeah so I think the thing that I feel like I'm sorry to cut you off, Kyle. I think the thing is that the one thing that you can be confident in is that COVID affects every single person different. Yes. There is not one person that had exactly how I had COVID or exactly like how Keith had COVID or how you had COVID Mm. or how my mom had her version of COVID, whatever that was. Right. there is no two ways that people had like, yeah, maybe some symptoms were similar. Like there was similar like headaches. Everyone had a headache, but like the level of those symptoms are different per person. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's the one fact out of this entire pandemic that we've gotten from everybody was that it affects everyone different, but yet they don't preach that. They preach that it's um... one like, you if you get it you're gonna get it exactly like this and if you're comor you have comorbidities you're gonna end up in the hospital on a vent and whatever mm-hmm. yeah that is true for people that i'm not taking that away because yeah i mean like i was saying you know we had the same the same variant it wasn't like it was a different variant or like we got a good strain of it where we weren't that sick because you know like uh, like i was saying you know our friends had the same exact variant the same strain we had you know what mm-hmm. i mean we all got it together and, and so they lost somebody and they lost somebody exactly they lost somebody and it was it was a unfortunately in the medical state we're in and this job shortage that's you know a whole nother thing in itself that's a whole um, other video you know it, it's it seems to be in the way we are right now there's just not oh. enough help and once you enter the hospital, um, at, at some point, they look at you more of a statistic than a person. Well, and yeah, I know that, you had that mentioned is... that, you know, there was some uh, really messed up issues when uh, a family member, you know, was in the hospital. He never mentioned that. That was private. No, no, no. He, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, though, that's, you know. There was some issues well, there and you know because and it we could have be argued with that. it could be argued that they weren't short staffed because of you know the short the the job shortages the staff shortages whatever it's it, it's staff it's staff shortages for real like we like going back to to um 
to schooling. Right. There, um, over here, there was a teacher shortage. Right. Right. So they would, you know, like they would encourage people to stay, you know, to to stay home and do like, you know, like virtual learning or be like, okay, we got, we, until we sort this out, then we can't have them, you know, we can't have them in school. But, and, and, but then, um, but then I'm like, okay, obviously, you know, obviously number one, teachers don't get paid enough. And this is a whole, and this is a whole other thing they got to deal with. Now they got to deal, they got to deal with kids. They got to deal with kids from, from, uh, like, kindergarten up you know kindergarten up with these different okay are they going to have the um you know are, are do, do they are are, are they going to have mass or is it going to be an issue with the mass with the kids i don't see there being with the with the little kids i don't see there being an issue you know um but once again i'm not a parent this is just stuff that i've heard or stuff that i have talked about with friends that that have you know that have kids of their own they've you know they've had issues with the uh, you know with some of them have had issues with the vaccine. They've gotten the vaccines, but then their kids are having like adverse effects from the vaccine. Right. And I'm like, what else are they, you know, what else is in their system that's not agreeing with this or that's, you know, that there's that the system is trying to fight off, you know what right. I'm saying? Exactly. Um, and it's, you know, and that is the, um, that's the, like, Well, dang. Hang on, guys. We're having some technical difficulties here. Uh, We'll be right back here. Hang on one moment. Is he still? What the heck? Yeah, my bad. I had a little issue there. Ah. I, I um, gather. Yeah. Are we, still, are we still live, though? Uh, we are still live. Here we go. Okay. Uh, let me go back to our screen here. Uh, I just have to find it here. Boom. There we are. All right. Let me make sure we are still rolling. Everybody say something. Hello. Right. Uh, rubber baby bunky bumpers. Perfect. All right. So we are still rolling. We are good to go. All right. Anyways. Um, so as I was saying, yeah, I, I think, or no, as, as you were saying, Kyle. I yeah. Think- I was just going on a whole thing about the, you know, about how <laughs> they're dealing with it over in my state when it comes to, when, when it comes to schooling, I'm not saying every, <clears throat> I'm not saying every school is doing that. I'm just seeing concerned moms talking about the, the issues that they're having, keeping their kids in school or either keeping them at home even if, because now they've rolled out the, uh, the vac, you know, the vaccine for kids of certain ages, you know what I'm saying? So of it's course. like, you know, um, what, you know, now that they've got, they've got, you know, they've gotten the vaccine, some, you know, some schools are being very, it, 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 I would say, yes, they're taking precautions, but also the, you know, the kids are missing, like in some cases, weeks of school, you know? Yeah. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's happening everywhere here, but where I have heard that it is happening, it's like, yo, what, what, what are you, what are you gonna, what are you gonna do? You don't want them to. They don't even want. Some of them don't even want them to virtual learn. 
Yeah. That's the thing. I think I'm not, I'm not a parent either. And just by talking, cause I still have cousins in school and hearing them say like, oh, we were on virtual learning for three weeks or we had to have a day because there was a, a lack of a teachers and lack of staff. Right. You know, I don't know why our governor took away the option for virtual learning. I don't know if that was just purely because of the, you know, uh, I, yeah, he I took really it away. Like, like that had a lot to do with the budget um, because a lot of schools were getting pressure from the board of education that if they didn't open in-person learning, um, and go from remote to in-person that the schools themselves wouldn't get money they needed to make repairs and keep up the schools. Which I guess I understand that, but I guess the point that I was trying to make was like, as a parent, I, well, maybe I'm just so pro-choice that this is like, I feel like your parent, your parents should have a choice if they want to send their kids I think into that's school true. right and now. Would very much benefit that way because there are some kids who don't benefit from, um, you know, they benefit more from in-person learning, mm -hmm. but there are some kids who have really, really been able to hold it together during the, you know, um, remote learning sessions and yeah. have done really well. And I think it's those kids that should be given that option, you know, because right. of course there are, like I said, you know, there's different ways that people learn and in-person learning may be just the best way for some kids, but that's a perfect way to cut down your staff, change things up. So you don't need that much money to budget towards that. And you can afford to pay your teachers better. Yeah, it's, uh, but what the other thing is in order to figure out who would be better suited to learn in what atmosphere you, um, and, 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 you know, you have to, what, what do an, do an evaluation. Like, I think, yeah, I think that's, you know, they do that though in schools too, you know, especially when oh, kids they do, transfer they schools, they do evaluations to see, you know, what they know and what they don't know as to where they can put those kids in, you know, different classes based on, you know, what they do already know. I think that's an important yeah, thing too. But the standards, the standards are constantly changing. That yeah. is like, like I, I remember, okay, there, there has been an argument about standardized testing, um, at least in my state for years now. Right. Right. And Same here. every, um, you know, every time we had to take a, a standardized test and I thought I passed the passing grade went up like yearly. So I'm oh, like, wow. you know, what is the, you know, what is the point of all these tests? You're going to stress, you're going to stress us out. You know what I'm Open saying? You're, 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 you're stressing us out. The teachers yeah. are stressed out because they have to deal with like, in some cases, 30 plus students. Oh, and okay. And on a higher level, some colleges aren't really doing well when it comes to teaching during COVID. There is, yeah. there has been a, um, there has been a um, a argument going on in uh, Howard University. Howard University. I was seeing that from some, um, you know, some students who happen to be TikTok creators that I follow. They right. talked about the, um, the the conditions that they're in during you know during the pandemic on campus oh. and what and, and what it's like having to you know trying to be safe. But but being in the you know being in the same um, lecture hall as like a hundred plus students in one room, so right. it's you know and it doesn't and they don't see that they don't think that the administration cares. Now I'm getting you know I, I'm getting that information from you know fr from the you know kids that actually go there, and I spoke to 
um, someone, you know, an alum uh, from there too, get their opinion on it. They had no idea that this was going on to begin with. So, yeah. And and like I said, they're an alum, but they're still involved with the school. Right. So, Well, usually I know like, you know, when you have alums, they usually really do try to keep, you know, keep in touch with the school and what's going on there, you know, and try to make it better too. Yeah. I think it's just everything. It's like, you know, COVID affects everything. School, your mental health, your physical health, your finances, like it's affecting everything. Like, so, you know, we could sit here all day and go on and on and on because there is really that much stuff to talk about in regards to this pandemic. Um, you know, and it's just, we've, we've been sharing our opinions and I'm just curious to hear other people's opinions. You know, like, like you said, Kyle too, like you follow people on TikTok or things and they share things and uh, same here. There's things that I see uh, on TikTok or if people make posts on social media, like Facebook and some things are even like you said, babe, tinfoil hat, crazy out of bounds things. Yeah. I mean, this has really opened up people's minds to possibilities that, you know, some of them don't make sense at all, but you know, some of them make sense in a very, uh, you know, very hanging by a thread kind of way. But then again, it, uh, it, it really does open up people's thoughts, you know, to explore the, their own like tinfoil hat, you know, theories. Um, and I think, you know, at this point in time where we are as a society and what we've been through in the last few years has just pushed people to not give a crap about whatever they're saying, you know, or, and, just, or speak or first well, and think later, you know, I think also, I think also, you know, I think also the advent of social media had had to do with that way before this, you know, way before this happened. Right. Of course. Uh, like you know I said mean? too, the news cycle just changes so fast, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah. Yeah, I think everyone thinks they're an expert in a certain topic nowadays. Yeah, which I will tell you, I will be the first to tell you, I am not an expert on a lot of things. Right. Neither but, am I. I think yeah. the thing of it is, is you just, regardless of anything, you need to still remain kind. And, you know, we everybody has a difference of opinion. Yeah. Um, and you're allowed to have a different opinion. You are allowed to have your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. You are allowed to have your own thoughts. But you do not, you are not allowed to be a bully or to spread hate. You're not, so you even if you don't agree, yeah, and yeah. you can't put your your feelings and your beliefs onto other people if mm. they have it's a different just, opinion than you. Right, exactly. Everybody's free to share their opinion, but we don't have to share it in a negative way. You yeah. know, we can be kind to each other and express our opinions and keep it civil, you know? Yeah. I, I just don't have... Um, high hopes for that because there's the old adage you know everybody opinions are like assholes everybody has one and they stink yeah (laughs) um well but you know i think uh in in all honesty i think opinions are and differences of opinions are great ways to have conversation you know oh for sure absolutely but just you got to keep it you know positive uh, not positive but kind and respectful exactly exactly and so everybody out there that's what i ask that you do today keep this conversation polite keep it respectful to your fellow brethren and sisters you know out there um and i think that is where we are going to end this for today i'm sure we're going to have 
plenty more to talk about, um, which we yeah. will probably do another live soon um, just to keep things up to date. Um, if that yep. sounds good with you guys, I think we should that sounds uh, definitely fine. That sounds fine with me. soon. Maybe yeah. next time we can add in a, um, you know, we, we can get an, uh, a, another opinion from, from uh, someone new. Absolutely. Yeah, I, have I would a guess. highly want to do that. Um, you would highly want to do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so if you want to be on our little podcast that has no name. Right, and no viewers. Um, <laughs> and no viewers. <laughs> uh, email one of us. Right, exactly. Uh, Links are all Kyle down at, below. What is, what is it, Kyle? At Kyle Eric? At Kyle Eric, uh, 3233 at you can reach. You can reach me. You can reach me there. I'm also on Instagram and I almost forgot. I'm also on TikTok. I'm not that much of an active user, but I'm also on, you know, I'm also on TikTok all under the same, um, the, um, the same username. Gotcha. So that's Kyle you Eric, could, uh, 3233. You could reach me through Keith. <laughs> YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Through uh, YouTube. Or actually, I will. Uh, you know what? I'll leave a. Uh, I'll leave an email. Leave an email. Do you have the? Uh, yeah. The do you want to leave the uh, the paper and ink email on here so that way you know people can reach um, us through there because I don't have a uh, a YouTube email set up yet. That I uh, actually check. <laughs> uh yeah, it's paper and ink publishing, at gmail .com. Paper n the letter n. Yep ink publishing at gmail.com yep, all right that was like my old one that i haven't changed it to the editing thing because i have too many emails so hey, it is what it is man it makes it nice and easy though at least to have one yeah. um so anyways if you guys want to get in touch with us and uh jump on the show in our next live or you know if you just want to uh be you know uh kind of uh shrouded in mystery as to who you are we can do that as well so uh, feel free to join the conversation below. Leave your uh, comments and, uh, you know, your side of the story uh, as well. Please try to keep that polite as well. And also check this episode out on on the brain, is it? Or is it going to be an A for uh, Able? This is definitely going to be uh, A for Able conversation. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely keep an eye out for that on uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts at for the A for Able uh, show and podcast and uh we will catch you guys in the next one thank you guys so much and uh we'll see you guys soon bye bye guys <laughs>